listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Uh, one thing about music, when it hits you, feel no pain. White folks say it controls your brain. I know better than that, that's the game. And we're ready for that two soldiers head of the pack. Matter of fact, who got the get? And where's my army at? Rather attack and not react. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. With your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. And we're in the house on a Sunday, early Sunday morning. Yes, sir. Um, and, and we got, uh, you know, a great guest, a uh, guy that you should be familiar with, whether you've, uh, followed our exploits all the way from, uh, the Four Loco podcast to NegroCon. One of our favorite people. Uh, that's my man, Chris <laughs> from Movie Trailer Reviews, uh, Network. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? <laughs> like, it really has been a journey from, uh, the Four Loco podcast. You know? yeah, yeah. It's been, yeah. uh, it's been, uh, people have watched us grow and, and, yeah, and all, all kinds of stuff. So we go way done. back. Way back. All of us done came a long way. Now, you know, and it's funny though, I think for a lot of people, they already assumed before we met each other in real life that we had already seen each other and met each other and shit like that. You're like, no, no, we we did each other in real life. Yo, I've met you guys three times in person. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's within and that's within the last year. Right. Because it was it was last it was last awesome con. Then there was the voiceover work, and then there was Negro Con. It's literally been three times, yo, in all these years. <laughs> yep but uh it's cool man i count you among my best friends dog so uh you know no, they absolutely say, man they say the internet you can't, and karen yeah they yeah. say the internet can't make friendships but they wrong um, they they completely wrong about that and the way we talk and interact people would think well y'all live up the street and around the corner from each other right um of course uh you, you know what i'm gonna say you know we know yeah. what i'm really interested in though it just hit me because i was watching it this morning before shit went down on twitter mm-hmm. um this could have actually ended up being the most interesting uh catfish of all time oh that was a catfish this week no oh no i'm watching old catfishes on uh, oh, okay it was on mm-hmm. tv like i'm i woke up early this morning and i saw i was trying to find something on tv yeah and it was like seven o'clock in the morning and there were catfish and i'm watching and they were really bad ones so i'm watching them getting getting my fucking life and i'm just thinking to myself it's like yo we really we really were in a, if you think about it all of us podcast black podcasts we were, were most of us were in like these could have been catfish long distance relationships where we never really met each other yo that's <laughs> a good point like live shows that's <laughs> a good point we could all showed up like find out like damn this nigga white like oh I man know, all nobody this, told me Say, all this nigga. time he been he been fronting on the internet you know yeah like <laughs> it would have been an interesting type of catfish though because you know like we had pictures and stuff out there with people being like well actually i'm a republican i just uh <laughs> i just say this shit you know for the retweets i don't really believe any of it um but well man first of all thank you for coming on man uh this is a if you guys noticed when i posted the link to this there was no guest Mm -mm. i just said the blackout tips that's because we didn't have a plan to have a guest today (laughs) uh but i just um saw chris going off about something on twitter that i was gonna end up going off about on the show okay and i was like and i was like you know what uh chris what's the minute mark for this and he was like well shit nigga if you go out to talk about it let's talk about it i was like okay come on through so that's how you got this impromptu uh guest uh happening right now (laughs) um and of course of course uh you know it's the blackout tips find us on itunes and stitcher the same place that you should find all the mtr network podcasts they have premium as well uh they have a myriad of shows and all kinds of people over there um you know podcasting and giving their opinions and mm-hmm. changing the world one at one one thing at a time yes, um sir. don't forget also 
uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh today we're just sponsored by shadow doll productions who is promoting their second album with us uh it's called sunspot and other ratchetness karen and i are on a bunch of audio plays uh as chris uh mentioned before you know we've done some studio work and uh you know do some voices and some silly skits and some some jokes and stuff and uh you can go listen to it uh amazon uh google play uh i think even um spotify and title have it mm-hmm. like Demo. yeah just search sunspot and other ratchetness and uh karen and i are on there and get your life okay all right man there's uh, a lot of stuff to get into today um and uh, i i don't even really know where to start exactly um i guess i'll start with uh the thing that um chris is is, is actually on here to talk about um and let me share my screen with y'all but um so this i saw this yesterday when we were out um at dinner okay when we were having uh top that top that top place yes it was delicious we gotta take it there one day chris yeah it's it's our new spot like they they know us you know what i'm saying (laughs) that that woman be happy to see us yeah i'm down yo yeah these people know us yeah i'm down for that yo yeah yeah like it like we went there probably like two or three weeks in a row and then finally they was like so this is really pretty much y'all routine every weekend i was like you know what it might be this shit is good Mm -hmm. like see y'all next week Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that crab fried rice is flames the crab fried rice is so flames y'all hold hold up hold up hold up crab fried rice Brother, yes i didn't oh, even know what you had to say yo. didn't even know it say. i didn't know crab fried rice existed me either like they like i straight up was like what what is happening here crab i'll try that <laughs> and uh yeah yeah it was everything it was everything i've been yeah. back uh four out of five weeks so i feel yeah. like <laughs> yeah we we've been back only reason why we didn't go one week is because they opened at five yeah we had um and then another time we had uh uh when, when, uh you know um susan yes susan, susan was in town and we had lunch with her and she couldn't we couldn't wait till five but uh if it had just been me and karen we would have went back then mm-hmm. we would have seen them that weekend too so yeah. um at any rate i saw this um it's like a 30 second clip that i saw on uh twitter and for those of y'all you know full disclosure y'all know i don't really watch or listen to the breakfast club um I try not to get into it about that shit because I know a lot of people share listeners. And yeah, they do. Sometimes even when you think that you're just talking whatever, you're really talking to people that are fans of you and this person. They really Correct. just be sitting around like, oh, I just wish they could get cool and all this shit. But uh, to some people, there's just no being cool with them. Like, it's just no... For me personally, it's like, I can't really be elevating these people's platform or whatever and vice versa. Um well the breakfast club is kind of like that for me where i'm like it they have a huge platform they get millions of listeners and viewers and all this stuff but at the same time they have the lowest level of conversation in the game in a lot of respects and maybe that makes a lot of people feel like i'm just john Everyman, and i can you know i can hop right in and i feel just like them but to me it always feels like you're doing the audience a disservice when you don't do much research on your topics when you don't when you you ask questions that are intentionally offensive or whatever when you allow people to come on and spew just complete nonsense and and just to be and then you can always like pull your hands back like hey 
I, I i'm not complicit in it i just had the person on the show i didn't know that he was gonna come in and talk bad about black women or whatever and it's like well that's what that person does for a living and you had him on your show you're giving him a bigger platform to do that how can you pretend that you're not complicit in it not to mention that stuff like um you know the stuff that you know Charlemagne says on his own time you know when it's like why there's no black women like tommy lauren y'all sisters need to act the shade butter people need to act da 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 and it's like okay and then you bring on say a Tariq Nasheed or Umar Johnson and you're agreeing with them 99% of the time and if you don't agree with them you're not saying anything you're not offering any counterpoints or whatnot and you know that's one way to navigate this space which is I do interviews I don't judge I don't push back I don't research I just let the person say whatever they want to say that's one way to do it I it doesn't vibe with me I wouldn't want to be a part of that you know um so there so there's that's one of the reasons i don't really mess with them like that i don't really listen to their show it's just not for me you know but i've always kind of been like it's not for me i think it's a pretty fucked up show that they do um i saw a picture like uh, most of the time we have clips from interviews from hip-hop people it comes from there when we're like oh guess what rick ross said that if he was gonna have a female rapper on his label he'd have to fuck a couple times well guess where guess where that conversation took place you know what i mean when it's when it's when it's like these really like horrible things it's because they allow the place to be a place where you go and say that shit and they don't push back so people know they can go there and literally say anything when damon wayne's talking about bill cosby's victims uh accusers were uh unrapeable bitches that's where that happens and i and, and it's like to me it's like i could do a show every week about well this is what the fuck they said over there and i don't want to I don't want that to become our show. I don't want that to become our brand. So that's one of the reasons I'm just like, if y'all motherfuckers gonna let them cook, if motherfuckers are gonna tune in to them to the millions of views, if people are going to, because at this point, that platform is not just about a black platform. That's no, not, not that's not just black people holding them up anymore. Mm-hmm. Those views to a lot of people will feel representative of the black community to people outside of our community. They feel like, oh, yeah, when Chris Rock goes on that show, that's how the black community feels. That's how the black community talks. That's what they're about. And maybe to an extent that is how our community is in a lot of spaces. But it just feels like, of course, that's the voice that gets pushed above everybody else is because they're having the that kind of conversation. And that's the kind of shit that isn't very threatening to white people isn't very threatening to supremacy it isn't really threatening to uh patriot uh patriarchy any of that shit they're just talking and uh and for a lot of people they don't mind so all that to say this weekend when i saw this clip it was a clip of them a 30 second clip of them interviewing Lil duvall and it was Lil duvall making jokes they put up a book with a picture of janet mock on it janet mock has a book out janet mock is a trans woman and janet mock was just on the show this week so they held up they held up a book of her and they had little duvall it seems i guess riffing on some jokes about her and the he was just misgendering her he was doing the trans panic um hyperbole which is that uh trans person's gonna i'm gonna sleep with them and then i'm gonna find out that they tricked me and then i'm gonna kill them i'm gonna have to beat them up and yeah and it becomes all of a sudden him he you know it all that kind of shit and this is a, a major platform representative of 
like i said whether they mean to be or not but they are definitely capitalizing on it you're representative of blackness you're representative of black people you're there basically telling people that it's haha jokes that black trans women of color are being killed in the streets literally we cover this shit all the time on the show you know it's one of the saddest parts of doing this job but i feel obligated to at least if we're going to cover lgbt news uh lgbtq news i don't want to just be like well let me skip over that story because it's sad you know so we cover these stories and it's like yo this is still happening within our community uh a lot of times uh cisgendered black men are the uh culprits when it comes to killing trans uh not i mean well black films in general but but trans black uh trans women of color specifically a lot of times we're the culprit and then to see people laughing that shit off but this is the same show where they laugh off rape uh when it comes to you know this rick ross shit or the bill cosby shit this is the same show where they laugh off black feminism this this is their thing and they're gonna always hide behind it's a, it's a honeypot it's a right it's literally a honeypot of every problematic nigga you could think of shows up on the breakfast club mm-hmm. it is like it used to be remember back in the day when oprah was like it used to be the thing is if you were if you were somebody you went to oprah particularly if you wanted to book your book to sell remember when that i think it was that that uh that million middle million little pieces uh scam happened with the book book mm-hmm. owner but that happened because you know oprah gives you the stamp of approval you're there that's what the breakfast club is now if you are a problematic dude that says problematic things you are going to be on the breakfast club at some point within a few weeks or months of you saying that problematic thing it's just what it is like that that is their brand now right and, and there's it, no escaping it and they can I'm, I'm, yeah they can protect they can pick and choose the high behind the offices of comedy when they want to you know like when whenever somebody gets and this is like one of the reasons i don't like talking about them is because uh particularly like with Charlemagne and stuff everything for them is just gonna be like well at least we got the attention off of it so you can't really shame somebody that's like i don't have shame i don't give a fuck uh i don't feel bad i don't look back and think that was a mistake i just look at everything as hey at least we got the clicks at least we got the attention um so that's one of the reasons i don't really like to go in on them because because but ultimately you'll see uh, whether it's on this timeline or whether whenever he does his next show maybe he'll maybe they'll have a trans person on next week and be like well we learned our lesson the same way they did when they had uh that they did the shit about time he said all that shit about tommy lauren and how black women need to step up and blah 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 then he has black women on the show the next week and it's like oh see cool i learned my lesson because more than anything else people covet that spot they covet being on that interview they covet being in that room because it can mean a lot for you it can mean you can sell more books it can mean your show's gonna get more listens your twitter feed might be a little more popping it does mean something and if he because if he was just some nigga with just a couple hundred people listening to his podcast or something motherfuckers wouldn't fuck with it they'd be like well nah this nigga's just a a transphobe and a bigot and let's just keep the you know this dude just says all kinds of misogynistic shit let's just stay away from him that's how it would be treated but when you have the platform possession is nine tenths of the law as they say like motherfuckers are like well i have to bow down to that i have to give deference i have to give him the chance that i wouldn't give other people i have to call him out behind the scenes rather than in front of the scenes i like there's a lot of benefit that you get from having a platform that big um and i'm sure that there's some hate too as well of people that you know uh uh, they hate you because you have such a big platform and they hope that they can kind of like 
there's like a jealousy element to it but for a lot of this shit it's not that like like i like i'm not jealous of this dude or his show Mm -mm. in the least like that like that's what they do and a lot of people listen to it and i just let them cook right and i feel like like i said this is why i don't really talk about it on this show i feel like a lot of people that claim to be well-meaning claim to care they support that dude and they support that show and it's hard to me to look at somebody and be like you care when you kick it that way because it don't this is like this right here will just be the millionth pass given and one of the things that weirds me out is do well i'll play the conversation but it, we'll get to it in a second but yeah it's so uh chris you say it started about like 6 30 yeah, like 6 30 is when they start because they bring on little duval right like the 30 second clip that you watch is bad mm-hmm. but when you because but, but what happens and, and charlamagne does this mm-hmm. before we get into the clip charlamagne does this thing where he says some shit like this on the interviews, but then he'll come back as no, you need to see the whole thing. You need to he it, it's actually a brilliant marketing technique. Mm-hmm. He makes you go and watch his whole the he makes you go to his website or the YouTube page to watch the whole clip to get the full context. It'll tell you, oh no, you took me out of context. That's not what I said. Then you watch the whole thing and you realize not only is it what he said, but it's so much worse than what you thought it was. Like the thirty second clip is bad. When I watch the full segment of it, starting at six thirty on to like they go for like two minutes, mm-hmm. it's even worse. Right, and Scar- Scarlett Johansson what? did this with um, that Ghost in the Shell movie. It's like it, it's yep. brilliant marketing because it's like everyone's like, "Look, we're looking at this shit and it looks like you fucked up and you fucked up bad." And it's like, "No, no, no, go pay to see the movie, then mm-hmm. you'll see we actually it wasn't that bad." And like I said charlamagne not like uh he not gonna feel bad about this shit like maybe he'll give himself donkey of the day or some shit or like but he'll just do two minutes about this make fun of everybody that got upset about it and move on like i said maybe have a trans person on yeah as he retweets people who support him right because that's the other thing he does too oh no no no! i didn't mean this i wasn't trying to be transphobic i corrected him blah 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 but then he'll retweet a bunch of people going man fuck these people they're just you know they're they're going too far right i, I figured out what it is with, with, with charlamagne I, and i figured it out and this calls a lot of us and i'm gonna start saying us because um while i am trying to be better i understand that this was my past as well mm-hmm. i just that i've moved on from it like i did my last show we've been on break for a while my last show was about the r kelly thing and at one point i was like listen I can say all this stuff, but I also realized that I've said a lot of this language and was just as stupid before as well. I, I have I have work to do. You know, I have right. work to earn that trust back. Charlemagne doesn't do that. But what I figured out with Charlemagne is this, and a lot of people that support him is this. Charlemagne is diet Tariq Nasheed. Mm-hmm. He's basically all of he, he, he's all of that that blackness you want with 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 lower calories, which the calories being uh, the bigotry. Because and he does that soft bigotry shit. So it's he he won't come out and say uh, like the the hardcore transphobic shit that Tariq Nasheed does. He'll do the soft bigotry shit where he'll let somebody else say it, but he'll laugh at the jokes mm-hmm. or he'll hang with that person or he'll do that. He's diet. He allows people who go oh and and again shit that we used to say growing up. Oh, I'm okay with gay people. Or I'm okay with transgender people. Uh, as uh, as long as they do it over there, right? As long as I don't see it, like that's the kind of person uh, uh, Charlemagne is. And what people don't understand is 
and it took me a long time to understand this too, is that's not only just as bad, it might be worse than the hardcore bigotry. It's, it's like the, the, the white, uh, liberal racism where, oh, I, I'm, I, I, I think the KKK is wrong. Yeah, but you, you support your KKK family. Right. Well, also, you, you, you like, don't, well, the other thing too is, um, even with, um, even with like Charlemagne or, or, or type, like, there's a lot of people that listen. Like, there's a lot of people that agree you know like he's not mm-hmm. alone there's a lot of you know there's it's always like how i'm surprised to find out somebody fucks with me and Tariq nasheed or me and umar john i'm always like how's that possible because i would completely rule that kind of person out of any leadership in the black community because that person is transphobic homophobic massage uh massage noir uh trans antagonist like all this shit where you're like why how can this person possibly have anything to contribute to the improvement of black people's lives when you don't recognize a lot of people's humanity that are black so to me it seems very simple but to a lot of people they're kind of like you said the white liberal kind of look man i don't agree with everything he says and they just take it like that and they keep supporting these people so you know this show is very popular they do live shows people are going to be at them like i like even with the whole boycott them thing i don't think shit's gonna happen no offense to anybody that's promoting a boycott at the breakfast club i just don't think niggas care right you know and even in the um the wake of all this it's i'm seeing more people fall out about who is and isn't trying to, to say something about this who, dude, who is dude. and oh. isn't on twitter talking about this more so than like elevating the voices of the people that are actually affected by this you know like uh, I retweeted Raquel uh, Willis yesterday because she like as soon as this shit dropped on the timeline she was like and here's a long ass thread about how fucked up this is yo it's like honestly all you really can do is signal boost the people that's affected because everything else is just about people trying to take credit because I and I and I want to be clear that's not what this show is like we're not here to be like and we got it right because trans people are awesome and make sure you guys follow me on Twitter like that's not even what it's about to me it's because because it becomes like a sling in a in a, or it becomes like an arrow or a weapon that you know a lot of people that are straight cisgendered or whatever are using against each other to be like no i'm more woke than you no motherfucker i'm woke well how come you ain't tweeting about this the second it happened well how come you ain't tweeted about it three weeks before it happened like i i don't really give a fuck to all that just i am here to be like yo this shit is fucking wrong and this is why it's problematic and this is why we don't need to be elevating these conversations or celebrating this shit or laughing about this shit when it comes to this stuff um because real people are dying in the streets over the quote-unquote jokes that if you look at it what's funny about it you know like you know if you if you stumbled on a podcast of a bunch of white people making jokes about lynching black people you wouldn't be like oh man they got me boy that is so funny you know <laughs> you know what i love hate crime and muslims oh my god tyler and chetnil boy they killed me this week like no you'd be like well what's what's the funny part about you making fun of some real shit that's happening with people getting killed every day like you doing your mike brown jokes am i supposed to be celebrating that am i supposed to be laughing at your your trayvon martin set like we don't we don't we don't prop that kind of shit up like you never see a comedian or some white dude come on stage and make jokes about um tamir rice and have a bunch of us sharing it laughing and being like boy they just they boy they not politically correct but i fuck with them no we wouldn't we'd be like what's funny about that most of the people listening to this don't even want to go see like uh detroit because shit is still happening in these streets like 
so 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 it's like to say that we can laugh at this is to also say that well i just don't care about those people come on uh, and, and, and yeah. we also have to say something like at this point i and i think you know leslie you know from interview john and and and, and safety pin by says this all the time it's like you know when they talk about like you know why silence is violence and all this stuff like as as cisgender black men at this point if we have any kind of platform we have to say something because we're the white men in this situation right we're the ones that can get to like we could literally sit there and go no i'm not gonna say anything like when i'm watching people talk about boycott the breakfast club i can literally go ah fuck it and i could have gone back to editing san diego comic-con videos right. i could have literally like i'm literally said i'll come on that they talk about this year because i'm like i feel like you know it, this is not up to trans people to come out and 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 have to defend themselves from us I mean, this is other cisgender black men with platforms laughing and joking about killing trans women who trick, quote unquote, trick them. If right. we don't say anything here, how are we any better than Charlemagne who sits there and just laughs it off like, oh, well, you know, you, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> wink, wink. You know, like that's right. not that, that, that is, that's not how you make progress. And we just sit by and go, well, doesn't affect me. Can't say shit. It's like. But the very the only thing I can do, and I, I say this all the time, I try to avoid talking about uh, these issues because I don't know enough. Right. And when I say I don't know enough, I don't know who to go to. Like I'm still learning about, you know, what the proper pronouns are. Like I'm still in the education phase of making sure I don't fuck up and say the wrong thing. Like I become right. very worried that I'm gonna uh, by accident say something that offends somebody. But when it's something like this it's so blatant you have to say something well there's Even also if it's just to there's also yeah. this element too of like uh how we want white people to talk about this shit to amongst themselves and the call of action of their own folk right like when it comes to cisgender black men that's like an area where i can at least contribute something like um and honestly a lot of times one of the things i worry about and it's a fine line of balance and i don't know that i always get it right but like when do you elevate the voice of a transgender person or a black woman or somebody that's impacted by this shit and when are you just throwing an alley-oop for her them to be harassed you know what i mean like what's the difference between uh like if every time something happens with like like you'll see in this case probably in a couple weeks uh when they bring on a trans person to talk about this when they brought on black feminists to talk about what they said about black women on their show they end up being harassed for months and weeks and shit and you're mm-hmm. like are you really helping are you just are or is this just you passing off your harassers to this person because you don't have their back you don't believe them you won't change you don't grow you're just elevating them to be like okay we fucked up this week bring in another person to that other group that we fucked over this week and that's how it feels sometimes and sometimes even when it's people that mean well when you're like uh okay somebody fucked up in issues this week now let's go bring on a gay person to talk about it It it's like well i mean you never bring on gay people any other time you never you don't you know what i mean like it does feel like really disingenuous now that is a big commercial project over there okay so this is not like a podcast you make friends you invite your friends on 
they do shit like a you have an agent who's out here saying so-and-so has a book um they would like to come on your show to promote their book so like anytime somebody has something they want to promote to the black community the breakfast club is going to be that place it's the reason hillary clinton's on there and this is the same reason Lil duvall's going to be on there um the problem is uh that doesn't make the host capable of trying to 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 elevate the platform and it doesn't necessarily put the guest in a position where they're coming into a friendly situation a lot of times whatever the whatever they're selling that week is we or that day we're selling this today the second you leave we forget the fuck you exist so whether we might be acting real tolerant about you being black and and a woman and all this the second you leave we back to joke time about you so that's kind of what happened here um and karen i don't i i'm i I hope you haven't been meaning to talk and we've been cutting you off because i know Mm -hmm. we've been talking for a while okay Mm -hmm. i just want to make sure um all right um let me play this clip um, I'm a for real. I'm a for real. You guys are What you saying about us, Shorty? Man, I don't know, man. Yeah. Too far. Yeah. Imagine a question. How do you feel it? about President Trump's uh, take on banning transgenders from being a part of our military? Man, don't be asking me nothing. Yo, already there. Um, and this is a, like a little thing. You Transgender is not a noun. So you don't say like this person is a transgender you don't say this group of people are transgenders you would say like a transgender person you know Mm -hmm. the same way that you would say um a black person or whatever um but yeah that's just a i mean but like i said this is just that i'm not even that's not even on some like because i'm so woke that's literally like 101 for a lot of this shit my point is if you're gonna be talking about this if you had janet mock on last week talking about this shit where's your research where's your where's your listening where's your growth where's your like where's any of that you're starting off the conversation already like ah look man i don't know shit okay let's just do this you know i i want to say the glad uh glad's website actually and i'm trying to find the link now actually put out like oh oh, i hate to say this way a cheat sheet on this that basically listed out the different terms and how it works and they even went into like uh like uh transvestite and if and and, and how that fits in there and and what that means and how that's different if it's an old term like they 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 listen it's, it was either glad of somebody else and i saw that this week because of unfortunately what the president said mm-hmm. you know so the information is out there and it's not hard to find out and if you're gonna like you said bring somebody like janet mock on you would think you would do the bare minimum research to have that done, right? Right. So, whatever. Okay. Uh, all right. Back to this. Like, dude, you need to put me in that hole. Nope. No, I don't know. I mean, shout out to my sister. Yeah, sister. She doing her thing. She you part of the LGBT. Yeah, she part of the LGBT. She the first person that texted me about that. Did you see that? And I had to fake like I can't. Be like, oh, that's oh. crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, and keep in mind, it was an alley for a joke. Like, this was not a... Uh, I mean, he's a comedian. This is not even supposed to be a serious conversation. But, I mean, Charlemagne automatically starts stomping his feet like he was about to die laughing at just the fact that he was even going to address this topic. You know, like, oh, don't put me in that hole, which isn't – and this – look, man, I, I know sometimes it seems like I'm really hard on straight black men being one myself, like, but I love us. That's not – this isn't hate that I'm having, but honestly – this shit bothers me to no end that we have so many prominent black voices that are straight and black men 
who revel in the ignorance who just they live there like i'm gonna be ignorant and i don't give a fuck right like i don't know and i don't know because i don't consume a lot of white media so maybe i'm the one that's just tripping and maybe this is what all the mainstream uh talk radio and shit is doing but i just can't imagine like even on a, a show as raunchy as like the howard stern show are they are they doing this like i know that's on serious it's not like it's a little different but like some of the conversations i hear and it could be from like well-respected outlets where i'm just like wait so steve harvey radio show makes jokes about kids about people drinking flint michigan water and dying like that's a like y'all let that be like is that a thing that you know i'm in the morning can do is that are are they doing this everywhere or is this just the like this shit you know that's the stuff i wonder you know what i think it is and it's i think it's one of those things where we as african americans have been so far behind the curve and 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 access to certain things that right now what you're seeing unfortunately with some of the and it's changing and, and podcasting is changing this because we're basically able to circumvent the normal mainstream channels the mainstream black guys you see, and if, and if you look it down and go down the mainstream black men that are on uh, radio or have shows like this, they all fall in the category of what used to be the white shock jock. And so all of them are like that. They're just shock jocks. Right. And so they say things like that. So that's how you can get the Steve Harvey. You can get the Steve Harvey. You can get the Charlemagne. All of them are problematic as fuck because – we're at the shock jock. Unfortunately, we're at the shock jock uh, place, a radio, right. because we just haven't had the access. So those are the only people that can get the access mm-hmm. is that. Now, we're changing that with podcasting. We're able to circumvent that. But that's what this shit is. Yeah, even, even with, like, shock jocks. remember when the Ray Rice shit happened? I still remember Stephen A. Smith on first take. This is a national platform going on this huge rant blaming women for being beaten by men blaming women this is like this is before the video service even but he was already taking the adversarial approach of sometimes you gotta just whoop a woman ass and that's why i tell my my sisters don't you ever step up to no man blah 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 meanwhile video comes out uh of, of him just essentially us beating the shit out of out of his uh i think before she was even his fiance his girlfriend at the time and you're and and, and you're now stuck on this side of having to defend that and he got suspended but what stuck what stuck out to me more than anything skip bayless was on the air i think i can't remember who the woman was on the set because they never let the woman talk on first day no better than to say that <laughs> dumb shit even if they leave it even if they have the same point of views they don't say that shit because they know the backlash is real right max keller is okay so he got suspended right mm-hmm. and i remember being like why the fuck did you just go on a five minute rant you didn't notice no one had your back you didn't notice what you were saying was making everybody uncomfortable right you were so like i'm right i'm the one who says the right shit y'all just need to take this tough love and when he got suspended i didn't feel sorry for him at all Mm because i was like and and the thing is people were defending him on some oh so y'all gonna fire the black man y'all gonna suspend the black man i'm like why do y'all feel like and a lot of black men were defending him and defend ray rice even to this day 
but it was like why do y'all do that y'all jump into y'all don't even care what the scenario was right like we actually you making up hypothetical scenarios when you have videotape that that's not what happened and you're still going around like well if a woman came at me with a knife and a gun and she had a tiger on a leash i'm gonna hit her ass in the <laughs> face you're like you're like that's not that's, that's not, not what happened what the video said yeah what, what does that have to do with race you know so but but i would notice it was black men that were coming out saying this max kellerman had said some type of shit because he had a domestic violence charge in his past and he's a white dude man max kellerman shut that shit down so quick like he he had some crazy shit he was saying i think he still had a radio show like he he might have been the only white dude i saw gave in any trouble for saying anything because them white dudes just knew to shut the fuck up now i'm not trying to say that white men are better than us no what mm-hmm. i'm saying is like chris said they have a level of experience with this shit that obviously they've been around long enough where they're like i know what not to touch and, and black black dudes in general don't have that and i'm and I'm, i might be wrong but i'm gonna tell you where this come from white women even though they're problematic fuck you 53 percent they're right. still women so women listen to their shows right. when white women get angry we talking about the group of white women right white men be like oh shit i fucked up sponsors be leaving they lose money like when white women get mad shit happens right when black women gets mad nobody gives a fuck that's why you're not seeing a change because right. it's the color of the women that matters in the situation if white women will be offended by the shit he was saying they would not do this shit and that's why a lot of these jock jocks changed because too many white women were getting mad standing outside the station and protesting writing them angry ass white women letters they were showing up on the front door they was calling the customer service number filling 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 up the voicemail them white women got mad and the same you can say the same thing about rush limbaugh and some of these other white dudes when they fuck up and they piss off angry as white women shit changes even if they don't go off the air their tone changes mm. they correct shit when people start losing money you know that's what happens when it's brown women or women of color nobody gives a fuck and i think that's the difference because when well you know what's funny though Stephen a smith still got suspended yeah and he was talking about a black woman um i just think these niggas but, don't know how to talk because it like it with the rush limbaugh shit remember when you said that stuff about the woman that had an abortion and she was a white woman it does take a whole new level of national attention like it would have never if he was just talking about some black woman it would have never got the pushback that it got and he almost got like all his advertisers got suspended so i'm not i'm not saying you're wrong i'm agreeing with you like yes if it's a white woman psh, game over like yeah. but i even with like the attitude they had towards caitlin jenner like who's a white woman they still like they allowed a lot of transphobia to happen behind that because it's just like she she's not one of us so we can go in you know what i mean but they also at the same time elevate you to the you're getting an award just for coming out you're getting you know what i mean like you get the bravery award just for existing like essentially what meanwhile there's other people that have existed and 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 being trans and open about it for years but it, all of a sudden it's like they don't matter anymore because hey we got caitlin jenner and she's white and now she becomes the face of this you know so i definitely understand what you're saying i'm not i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying it's interesting because even Stephen a got suspended behind that shit dealing with a black woman that tells you how fucking far he went you know what i mean yeah and and, and not only that the thing with Stephen a the root of the cause 
white women got mad too so right. so that's why i say white women mad right. okay right. yes Stephen a Smith said that about a black woman right. but white women got mad so at the end of the day it all boils down to white women's right. emotions like if white women start caring about black women shit niggas wouldn't treat us like this because niggas be like oh you're making the white women mad right. but if it's only this quote-unquote black bitches getting mad black feminists getting mad you know when the black group is the only group that's shouting and nobody else gives a fuck shit rolls that's a great point because uh if it's not mistaken one of his co-hosts or one of the espn hosts was a white woman who came out at the time and talked about how she had been beaten and uh that Stephen a's comments are very triggering and blah 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 and then right. he got suspended but correct it was going on for a while there where it was mostly black people calling them out and nothing was happening nothing the you second know? she went on on twitter and the second she started making them comments and they fell out online that's when the suspension happened like maybe me being a black woman that's the shit that i pay attention to it's the audience right. that you make mad it will determine the consequences of your actions if you lose money if you lose sponsors if your ownership responds if you get suspended spend it most of the time but when it's shit like this it's black women getting mad it's quote it's couching quote unquote black comedy right so all of a sudden the shit that these niggas say don't matter when you're still affecting the group of women yeah i wonder i mean i don't even really wonder to be honest but one of the reasons i'm pessimistic about any level of a boycott happening that will affect them is because um right now it is just black women and black people that are even mad but there's also a whole lot of black people defending this shit under jokes and whatnot and i don't think his audience cares and mm-hmm. i don't i don't think his advertisers will care mm-hmm. i don't think his company where his bosses will care mm-hmm. about this conversation it just feels like uh kind of hopeless i mean i hope to be wrong i hope people do find a way to affect this shit but i even then i think the lesson that they'll take from this is what a lot of white people do which is oh you niggas is too sensitive not oh i need to improve and be better about this yeah because <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead chris no no what i was gonna say i think part of the problem that comes in and why it's so hard and why but it all comes back down, down to racism and like like karen said you know white women because there are so few black people or, or perceived to be so few black voices in these kind of mediums and mainstream media, black people for some reason will hold on to that problematic person because we feel like there's no other alternative. It's right. the reason why you see so many of these black dudes stick around. And I'm like, you do realize that there are other – first of all, you could get black women, right? Right. You could, you could replace you could replace the Charlemagne's of the world with – Black women across the spectrum, whether it's cis, uh, uh, cis black women, uh, LGBTQ black women, like queer black women, like you can replace all of these, the, these, these problematic black men with, with black women, and that would instantly solve the problem. The shows right. would be more informative and better. So there's that. But there also are cis black men out here who are just making their own platforms. Not only just talking about us, just like you see a lot of us out there. So I, I think part of the problem is, uh, the black audiences need to need to learn to let go that you don't have to hold on to the g- dude you agree with on something because you want to see a black man win. Like that happens so many times with like, these issues with like, you know, Ray Rice and things like that. It's like, Oh, well, you know, well, you know, a white dude got away with it. So why can't, you know, why, why are you guys going so hard on, on, on Ray Rice? It's like, well, the, the idea for black men isn't to just be, you know, white dudes right problematic white dudes who get away with shit that's not what we want right that's not the end goal here but that's so much what we we are allowing us to get away with like charlemagne is literally allowed to, to survive and get away with the shit that 
honestly, if he, I'll be honest, if he was white, black people would not support him as much as he, they do right, right. now. Right. Exactly. If he was white, they would not let that they would not let that shit slide, and they would instantly see how problematic it is. People want to. They want People that don't even listen to Amos's show wanted him off the radio for that nappy headed hoes comment. Mm-hmm. Like we don't even fuck with that nigga show on any level. None of us do. Nobody. No, I, I don't even know if it's on the air right now that's how little we fuck with that show and yet that comment made the waves and black people that don't even give a fuck were like this nigga needs to go and that's that's you're right there's a complete double standard and it is because we want to hold on to the few quote-unquote black voices that we have um and that so that you know that's why the line is different all right yeah. let me play oh go ahead Karen, I'm sorry. yeah that and it's just and it's just the fact that a lot of this even deeper boils down to racism we only have very few voices because white people are the people to determine the voices right and they pick they purposely and strategically pick the most ignorant voices like right. we talk about the ignorant people that's the loudest that's why they're the loudest because they're picked they're co-signed you know they quote-unquote represent the black community be it him be it steve harvey be it john um, tom joiner be it you know ricky smiley like these are the people that quote-unquote represent the black community when if you like people to listen to this podcast, you know, it's thousands of other voices out there that are a lot better, right. a lot more articulate, have educated, have backgrounds in this shit that they have a tendency to skip over. And one more thing I want to say before we move on, just like R. Kelly, I'm going to tell you right now, they know the victims to pick right. because truth be told, they know they can't come on here and talk ignorant about any white woman they know right. that they wouldn't dare do it because once white people pay attention and white women start protesting shit will change right. so they do everything they can to keep the white people away yeah i mean well even with uh charlamagne and them they've gone in on tommy lauren before like made a donkey of the day and all that type of shit uh i just think that they also in the same breath are we should have her on the show and elevating her and it's just all you know it's just a certain level where so much of his theatrics in a circus show that you can't really trust anybody's opinion to really be a real ass opinion um as as evidenced by the fact that you know a week ago y'all were like super sensitive to trans issues and learning so much from janet mock and now you know and now you're make you're roasting her all right back to this about transgender people being in the military. <laughs> I'm just doing Janet, my thing, Janet. man. Did I tell y'all be at Carolina this weekend? I'm just doing my thing. Shout out to all the trainees out there. You can't say that. So, Angela Rye, um, who once again, man, tries to do the yeoman's work of being the quote unquote, uh, the spoil sport on the show. Essentially, they have her there to be the person that said the right thing did the right thing asked the right questions did the research right but they also ignore the fuck out of her uh they don't respect her Mm -mm. you know they laugh right through that question no one's taking her seriously um you know even she had to laugh at some point because what i mean she might as well have just been throwing chicken feed into the coop because nobody's like honestly it's just more fodder for them to make jokes off of um and when it comes to like a lack of respect they just had a picture that came out like of rick ross when he was a guest on there and he's like grabbing angela Yee and like like trying to almost like lick her face or some shit and looking at the camera and charlamagne and envy in the background chilling up against the wall and i'm like well yeah of course this is the place where that would happen like y'all are the show for because y'all don't respect y'all's co-hosts anyway Mm-mm. you know people always get mad when i say that shit but i'm like when i listen to their interviews angela had the best question and they laugh it off and skip her 
like every time like i i'm like it's frustrating to listen to i don't know how to fuck the money must be good because i don't know how you do that job when you literally come to work with two niggas that are like well if somebody comes in here today and says women need to stop being bitches and get raped you need to laugh through it because if not you're gonna fuck up our show and that's really what she has to be relegated to because they don't take her serious they don't have conversations about this and you can tell that she's at least treating it with like when it comes to researching the interviews she researches when it comes to knowing who's coming in there she knows who's coming in there these other niggas are just clown on clown time it's one of the reasons you can't really quote unquote take this show to task because it's just the bare minimum of discussion but yeah uh, the way they just laughed that off typical typical shit that's crazy. Oh, transgender. Oh, so you met a girl, and she, and she didn't tell you she was a transgender. That after, ain't a girl. I met a boy. That means I met a boy. After four months, she told you I had sex, and then after we not having sex, <laughs> we not having sex. Yes, after four months, y'all had sex, and she said, Duval, "This might sound messed up, and I don't care." She dying. I, I can't deal with no. that. Was no, that's a nah, I, I, don't, I can't do that. No, nah, dog, you do done, that. you manipulated me to believe in this thing my mind i'm i can't i can't i'm gay now. i do think i'm, I'm gay no you're not. She's a woman. no no yeah. i'm gay it happened to richard Pryor. And nah, he was like, yeah he cool he with that he was cool with that he said he sucked it so i ain't saying so I ain't. you couldn't come up with a good joke no 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 i can't live with that bro i can't man i can't live with that just don't do me i so you Lord, never you never this will never happen if this never happens so you don't have to worry about me killing nobody this never happened no 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 what now, the fuck am i gonna be in a situation like that for? now i do agree <laughs> hell no i do agree that, you can't tell. i do agree that you are taking away a person's power of choice yeah you don't tell them up front that's why when janet mock was there she said she there should be all, some type of repercussions for that if you do that you should to go somebody. to jail or something something some like, charges be pressed so when janet well now okay this is why there's many branches in this where it's fucked up uh one talk he started off talking about killing somebody well actually no 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 let me start before that dj envy set up the question in the first place to alley you to some ignorance right like the question is purposely missed like that is not the general uh i when when trans women are killed and attacked that's not what's happening it's not some dude found out four months after dating her and having sex good you tricked me into sex and it's such a uh it's such a um horrible scenario to that doesn't happen to sit up here and say specifically so you get the response that he got which is violence against a trans woman because isn't that funny guys isn't it funny that we could uh promote violence against a trans woman we set up a scenario um but that's the thing a lot even in courtrooms they are allowing this defense of trans panic and that's what men do when when they kill like they can sleep with you for months they can know you're trans they know maybe their friend finds out that you're trans all of a sudden that bitch tricked me now i gotta go kill you because it's proving my masculinity and and he stumbled on something inside of that that was deep um but was of course not meaning to because little deval but there's this idea that you made me gay Mm -hmm. and that's and that's the worst thing a black man can be is you you right. made me quote unquote less of a man because a gay man is less than a straight man right so you you somehow hurt my masculinity by the fact that we had intercourse on any level so therefore i have to kill you to get my violence because violence is the measurement that we often measure what uh masculinity should be so now in order to elevate my masculinity back to the standard levels i have to kill you that proves that i was not okay with having sex with a person that's trans 
So, and, 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 and this is where I, I, I get so angry at, at Charlemagne here is for some reason. One, I'm not sure if because I'm trying not to listen to it. Uh, I got to listen to it through the, this Crowdcast album, and I might have missed it. I'm not sure if there's a part where at one point the Duval says up front he calls uh, trans women trannies. It is, and so yeah, so he says that. Angel he, he comes out immediately goes that's not the right that's not the correct term. Charlemagne is too busy laughing. Right. Then he goes back and goes after Angela says that's not the correct term. He goes, oh, you can't say that. But on Twitter, when answering people who are calling him out, Charlemagne goes, no, I corrected, I corrected them. No, the nigga didn't. Right. Angela corrected him. You were too busy laughing. You came in. Second, she's the same thing with you made me. Gay. I'm not gay. Angela tries to go on along the line to try to educate him. Uh, on some, no, that wouldn't make you gay. That's not how that works. And again, Charlemagne's too busy laughing. And he moves on. And so he keeps doing that shit. Like, there's at no point, because let's be honest, the nigga's not smart enough to do it. All right? right. Let's call it what it is. The nigga can't be, Charlemagne can't be woke because he's not intelligent enough to have these fucking conversations. And to be perfectly honest, most of the black men they put on these shows to run these shows don't have that intelligence. Same thing with Steve Harvey. Yet until they talk on these issues and they sound so ignorant because they are ignorant. They are mm. stupid as fuck. And so Charlemagne doesn't have the tools to conduct this interview to correct this man on what he's saying. All he can do is laugh and make jokes because all this nigga knows he's a minstrel show. He is a court jester. That's all he can fucking do. Actually, no, let me take that back. Because court jesters at least be, were able to speak truth to power. They right. at least knew to make their jokes and, and, and make fun of the, the of the of the king in a way to make the king laugh, but was still speaking truth to power. Charlemagne isn't even smart enough to do that shit. So well, I, would, I would even are so baseline. I would actually go further, man. I don't even think it's that he's not intelligent or not. I just I think, think he literally don't care. Yeah, I think he's because because this motherfucker is savvy well, as fuck. He's everywhere. He has mo- he has a book out. He like there's a thing like and if and I've heard him navigate and that's why people go. I agree with him sometimes. I've heard him navigate issues that he cares about with a lot of nuance and aplomb. Like he'll sit up there and break down some shit with like certain racial dynamics, and you're like oh yeah 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 i see that and he'll bring up but then sometimes when he don't give a fuck or when he's just trying to quote unquote get the clicks then all of a sudden he just say whatever and it, if he don't care he don't care i think because you can he, he speak, I, i've seen him do that too right and what i realize is those aren't his own those, that's not his own thoughts he's right. doing what other people have said that he agrees with right. and he does that he's nothing he's nothing more than a, a, a you know somebody else's words he generated that's right. why i say i think he's savvy absolutely i think he's one of the more savvy people out there which is why he succeeds but he's not actually intelligent i think he can right. be savvy but not intelligent but I he, think that's my thing my thing is he figure he, it out my thing is this he could do that here oh he could he, he could. don't want to because he, he don't care you know he what i mean like it's just, it, it's that simple because if you can do it sometimes it's like it's, mm-hmm. it's like that first time i i got good grades and then the next time i brought bad grades home and i ended up getting uh, mm-hmm. uh getting in trouble uh because my parents are like nigga if you can get good grades last quarter you right. can get what good grades from like this ain't before when you was just fucking up all the time now that i know that you got potential you're gonna have to invest in your potential there's no incentive for this dude to invest in his potential man because it's nothing like if anything he's probably thinking of the people he'll lose the listeners he'll lose by saying some shit like well actually guys you know that's a transphobic comment little Duvall, like you can't come back on here talking like that 
he's more worried that he'll become the ostracized from that black male actually ass community than anything else those are the people that are valuable to him so that i think that's what we just saw happen um but you're right and and you know where he corrected him quote unquote he said it's a hate crime after yeah, oh yeah that's uh-huh. the, so he's counting that as correcting him like oh you can't do that that's a hate crime okay so i guess uh we're supposed to count this as you really uh you took him to task huh you, you really showed him what was right get the fuck out of here you, 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 you know what that is you know what that is that's the uh, uh oh no man that's that's the age of consent right that's what that is that's the the age of consent defense where where where, where black dude goes oh nah um yeah yeah child rape is wrong because you know you you uh, nigga that's five to ten that shouldn't be the reason why you drew the line here right the fact that it could be so if it wasn't a hate crime it would be okay or right. is that what you're is that what you're trying to say here right yeah man i'm right. so fucking fed up with this dude let me let me see if there's anything else there's like a few oh no there's more okay. there's more all right, I'm about to play. Till then, I'm gonna have my own repercussions. So. When Janet Mock was here, she said she tells all her partners. She didn't tell the first one. Who? Janet Mock, transgender activist. Oh, I beautiful, didn't know that. Beautiful person. Okay, but you can't go around killing transgenders. I'm not gonna kill transgenders. I'm not. I didn't say. See, here you go trying to flip my words. I didn't say I'm gonna kill <laughs> transgenders. <laughs> I said if one did that to me, if you had sex with one and then they didn't, and they didn't tell boy, me, I'm gonna be so mad. I'm probably gonna want to kill them. Well, all right, let's not even ask him that because until it happens to him, he doesn't know what he might. Do. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it might already happen to you. All right, put that damn. Book, I mean, tell me she ain't pretty. Come. So now they're po- they're holding up the book the, um, of Janet Mock's new book, Surpassing Certainty. And DJ Envy's putting it in his face like, tell me, you know, and Charlamagne's like, tell me she ain't pretty. So now it's that other thing, too, where it's like, well, we're going to judge this trans person by how they look. So are they passing? Are they, uh, would you have sex with them? Is the validity of whether or not their life is valuable, right? Because essentially he's trying to say, like, if this was an unattractive trans person, I understand you might have to be violent towards them because they quote unquote tricked you. But look at, isn't she pretty? Wouldn't you have sex with her? Isn't that the whole point of a person being trans? Whether or not a cishet person will have sex with them? Isn't no. that the purpose? Mm-mm. So that, that's, that's kind of where they are with that. Um, and, and it's like I said, it's just a very low bar for the show. It's an alley oop. All right, back to more. Come on, now. I ain't, n- no. Nope. That nigga doing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So that's the second time we misgender a uh, trans person. That nigga doing his thing on purpose. Charlemagne, of course, cracked up. Angela Yee's like, oh, no, you know. He's Scott, doing his thing. so crazy. You ain't nothing to get me. <laughs> Why are you trying it to get me? got you. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Janet. Well, listen, you might have already slept with one and don't know. No, I didn't. No, you in I Atlanta didn't. now. I, make, I, I try to mess with girls that got babies, so I know for sure. <laughs> they might have adopted and told you. No, no. Nah, nah, yeah, they still got stretch marks and C-sections oh, and stuff like that. Yo, I love with Duval's up here. Nah, man. I'm just up here chilling, man. I'll be at Caroline's, though. <laughs> and we talk about he love when Duval's up there. Uh uh charlamagne's taunting them saying you may have slept with somebody that's trans already because uh you know you never know and shit so i mean like i said bare minimum man bare minimum for a conversation you got carolines all weekend all weekend yeah man all weekend so if you want some d dropped off ladies not no trainees if you want some d dropped off once again second or third time you said trannies they they corrected him now but they you know they just know he gonna keep going you know 
like i'm just trying to imagine a, a white comedian going on there and being like no nigger i'm not fucking no nigger oh you can't you have to be politically correct now all right that's a transgender transgender i didn't know that they they come up with new rules every week i talk now he's saying transgender i didn't know that nigga they just said that several times during the interview like no nah, you and and here's here's the thing angela angela Yee's the one who goes no nah, you have to be politically correct you can't say that and he immediately snapped in the line which makes me believe like one you already know but two if anybody on the platform was like dog we have to elevate this discussion you cannot talk like this he would have been like all right look i don't want to make these people into enemies or whatever the fuck i do need this platform because everybody that comes on there needs that platform to promote whatever the fuck they're doing if you make the baseline rule like you can't do that they won't it's that simple and, and, and the funny thing about what happened there on the second time he says that so andrew already corrected him right like a while ago and charlamagne kind of joked it off the second time Charlemagne kind of goes a little bit on some, nah, man, for real, you can't say it. That's when right. Little Duval says something. So not only are you getting the, the I mean, and this is mostly attack on uh, on trans women here, but you also get the misogyny of whatever the woman on the show, the black woman's show says, the niggas didn't care about until one nigga finally goes, no, no, you know, this might actually fuck up a rating, so you can't say that. Yo, so they, yo, they've, been ignoring, they, they've been ignoring the woman on the show the entire fucking time. It's, it's almost like a marriage, right? Like people only gonna respect your co-host as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Like if you sit up there and you're like talking over her, laughing at her when she makes a good point, then that's what your guests are gonna do. And that's why that's why you get that you know that's why you get what you get. But it's so funny because people celebrate Charlemagne for his like off the cuff, rude questions that we're like that's such a fucked up question he will he don't take shit from nobody he ain't scared of nobody but why does that never work this way like when's the when's the time you're gonna confront somebody and be like hey dog you're being transphobic what's the problem why are you here to do this i thought you were here to promote your show this is fucked up do you know why it's fucked up like where's that awkward line of questioning because if it was about some rapper having beef with some other rapper he would completely shut the show down to fucking be like no nigga you really be mad at this person if that person gets up and walks out well fuck him whatever we'll just keep going that's his thing but it never Uh it's never his thing for anything that's positive like this it's never his thing for like well what's your problem with black women what's why'd you come on the show and say that what's your problem with black folks why do you come on the show tommy lauren what's what's going on with you it's never that it's always just ha 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 at the critics uh we just out here partying and getting these ratings and like i said it's one of the reasons i hate to do shit like this which i hopefully won't have to do ever again because i feel like all i'm doing is talking about talking at a brick wall nothing's going to change for this guy Mm -hmm. or his platform or his listeners people that still listen to him and listen to us are going to be like yeah but i agree with him when he said so and so so it don't matter nobody quits that shit nobody ever gets canceled so i don't even and even if something happened to the show he just pop up with a podcast or something like he'll always be around because there's always going to be room for people like him uh all right let me see if there's any more my sister all the time about that on podcast do comedians still have over. to be politically correct? We do, but we shouldn't. That's the good thing about being that, – that's the good thing I like about being me. I can say what I want and do what I want. People understand where I'm coming from. They know I'm not coming from a place of malice. They know I'm just speaking my mind. Some just like how Joan get... Rivers used to be. Yeah, yeah, or how, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. best thing about being a comedian. The thing about being a comedian, you say what, what you want to say, and you say how you feel. And 
people take it, some people don't. But doesn't it like stop like what what you could be doing? Like you know, TV, maybe movies. Not if you not if they accept who you are. It didn't stop Joan Rivers. It didn't stop Bernie Mac. Different time it didn't stop. though. Well, it's it's me. I guess I won't fit in that time. They're gonna accept me for me. I'm forty. There you go. 40. I'm, I'm 40. 40. I'm 40, Charlotte. Yeah, hey, I'm 40. I, I do. also feel like there's so many different outlets. It's not like you have to. Yeah, all right. The rest of this conversation, I think, is not about this, so we'll move on. But, yeah, I mean, and, and at that point, you know, where he's talking about, uh, don't you think this going to affect your career and all that shit? Like, these, these niggas don't care because it's a lane for that. You know, like, we, we try to act like there's no there's a lane for niggas to just come on there, be ignorant, and say what they want. People will still support you. You know, you can get a TV show off of this shit, at least if you're a black man, because the bar's so low. It's just so low. I don't even know how to, like, niggas are aware that it's low, so that's why you see niggas defending Ray Rice. You see niggas, because, and you can be a mainstream person talking like that, because nothing's going to happen to you if you're a black man. Like, this shit might shut down some other person's career that got standards, but they don't got standards for you. And it's not because you're a comedian either. It's just there's no standards when it comes to, it's a very low bar for black men. Um, oh, and, and that's another thing I, I hate too. What he says here, like one, like, and I'll give him credit for this. Uh, Duval's right. He's forty, and the nigga hasn't grown ever. He's been right. doing this because he's been he's been doing this crazy shit on Twitter for the longest time. He's been misogynist. He's been homophobic. He's been transphobic. Like, he's been consistent. I will give him that. But like, he's he like we what he's doing is he's he's proud of the fact that he hasn't grown. He's wow. proud of the fact that he has made no change whatsoever. It's a badge of honor. Right. It's a, he's using it as a badge of honor that, oh, no, I'm, nigga, I'm 40. I ain't got to change. I'm, I'm going to say what I want to say. It's like, dude, how are you any different than them old white people who go, I mean, yeah, you know, uh, I just don't believe that black people should do this. I, I don't believe in black people. I don't believe black people are smart. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just my, that's just my belief. Like, how are you any fucking different? Well, you know, what's wild is that he will still be celebrated by a certain segment of niggas that fuck with Charlemagne and that show and him. And then, uh, they won't ever feel, they won't feel the need to correct them. They won't feel the need to say, well, look, I don't agree with this or whatever, but what they will do is then turn around and be like, oh, y'all fake mad. Oh, y'all outraged. He little Duvall. What y'all expect? They're going to do all that shit rather than to be like, y'all got a point and he probably could have not said that shit. Like something that simple to give that to somebody else would just be like an attack on their fucking manhood to have a moment where they're like, you know what, dog? Um, that was fucked up. You know, I don't know why niggas are so defensive like that, but that's really all this is, is because I, like I said, I don't expect this nigga not to, to lose, not a thing. So the, so nope. then it's like the least, so the people aren't willing to give the least amount, which is just, you're right. That was fucked up and there's really no excuse for it. That's all you got to say. But instead it's going to be a lot of him in the hall and y'all fake mad and man, y'all won't let a black man say anything. If this was a white man, blah, 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 blah. So you're going to have all that shit rather than just the, the the simple truth, which is just that, yo, this was fucked up and he shouldn't have done it, man. And like I said, I don't, I don't even feel like, uh, uh, I feel like this is such a one-on-one issue. Like it's not, this is not a complex, like, well, let me show you how this was transphobic to, uh, to say this, that, like this shit really was like basic humanity in the wake of, uh, people losing their lives to to this exact mind state you know like 
um i don't know how we can act like it doesn't matter you know um uh this is this is an article that's unrelated quote unquote to this because this happened july 26 uh before i saw this clip yesterday okay uh, a man stabbed a woman he met on a dating site 119 times after she told him she was transgender Ooh. well look you got to tell me up front you got to tell right away don't trick me don't trick me okay i'll tell you i'm gonna kill you i was i what because if you're killing this person what are you really saying i'm killing you because i was attracted to you not because there's nothing you did or said uh yeah a former sailor in the u.s navy stabbed a woman 119 times when she revealed she was transgender after they had sex uh dewanye uh hickerson 21 lost it after learning d wiggum 25 had been born a man here's the other part of this do i believe that dude see oftentimes in these abusive and violent stories the only story we have left is what the dude says who killed the person as if they're the credible person here's why he's saying that because trans panic is still a defense that many courts will allow to mitigate your sentencing you know you might end up with just six seven years for taking a person's life if you can invoke the trans panic defense i found out she was a he and i had to kill him like they all of a sudden the court goes well i mean that is meanwhile we don't even know that that's what the fuck happened you know in many cases that's like these dudes that's like you're dealing with your own conflict of being attracted to somebody that's trans right and you're trying to turn it into this big ass conspiracy uh yeah it's it's that weird thing that uh it's like a catch-22 it's like and, and again, this is, this is one of the things that it took me a while. Uh, and again, I haven't been this way in a long time, but it, like, to understand that, oh, this is why you can't just say because it, it, it used to be a thing that we say back in there. It was like, well, as long as you tell me up front, you know, you got you got to let the person know. Then you find out that when 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 trans people let people know, it's literally threatening their lives. It's like how women every time they go out with men, it's it's their lives are literally in danger. Mm-hmm. And, and and then people go and, and Rod, you made a great point about how like at the, Every single I've seen I've seen these stories before where these men go, well, I didn't know she was this way, and I found out. And then you start talking to other people, you find more details. Like, oh no, no, not only did they know, they might have sought this person out because they were transient, right? And 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 they were trans, and so you're like, wait a minute, so you saw that they were transgender, and you're now going out and saying, oh no, I, I'm I'm killing them because I didn't know, like. It's the same thing that the white women used to do with black men, where it's like, oh, you have sex with them, and all of a sudden you go, oh, I'm regretting this. I'm going to claim rape. Right. Like it's the same thing, and 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 we're supposed to believe you. Like that's not a defense. And you can now see why, if 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 you have a trans person, why they don't come out and and, and just to go, well, just be out and free, and and why you hate that. I don't know the word for it is, but it's like when when people try to act like they're they're colorblind and pretend like well it doesn't it shouldn't matter what your gender is like no it actually fucking does because when these people say what they are they can be killed for it like well, they here, can't be themselves the other part is too is um they people that kill trans people understand that they're the least protected people in our society mm-hmm. so they the odds of them getting away with this is so high because 
the the caring that people have is very low like you gotta get some open and shut evidence to really be uh prosecuted for this and then in many cases like i said it'll be a mitigating type it'll be a sentence that is mitigated it will not be the full term that you would get for killing somebody else because people consider their lives to be uh trans people's lives to be less valuable um yeah in this case um he, he you know he, he killed her um and then he showered left her for dead uh they had chatted online for two months after making contact through a dating site they decided to meet for the first time when miss wiggin was visiting the city of biloxi where hickerson lived on july 23rd last year the hospital nurse picked him up at the gates of keesler air force base where he was training to be a weather forecaster and drove them to a hotel cctv footage showed them walking into her room together at best western at 8 30 p.m hickerson was seen leaving 23 minutes later with his shirt around uh his neck um the body was found 9 45 p.m by her friends an air force instructor later recognized hickerson in a police appeal over the killing and reported him to detectives uh he later told police that him and miss wiggum had sex at the hotel and uh and she told him he was transgender uh i uh i lost it i lost it he said adding he did not remember much afterwards Sure, um, I don't. I don't believe him for a second. Right. I don't believe him for a second. I, right. I, I don't. I, I don't believe him for a second. I think he's fucking full of shit. And uh, this is why um, trans people don't say anything. This is why right. they're damned if they do. They're damned if they do. They damned if they do. Right. You know? Here's, here's another thing. Another detail. Right. He's jailed for forty years without parole after pleading guilty to second degree murder. He will also have to serve fifteen years for a robbery charge because he took. Uh, her purse and mobile phone why'd you do that if it's just a crime of passion you don't remember anything you just blanked out you went crazy Mm -hmm. why did you then Mm -hmm. take a shower then take her phone and her purse what was the point of that because you didn't want nobody to identify her right right um he could have faced the death penalty if he had been convicted of capital murder so he pleaded down uh and the thing is the prosecutor and stuff probably did the right thing playing because the jury might not even convict him dead serious yep. these cases when they go to jury there are people typically in the jury that are like nope trans panic is a legitimate ex- uh excuse uh we can't get this dude a murder case charge nope uh i think this plea is a slap in the face said wiggum's mother he gets a chance to see his family and i don't have a chance with my child right and it's a slap right. in the face um so yeah and, and <laughs> hate to point this out but as it would most of these stories black trans uh trans woman black man so um but i at the same time i don't want to avoid that that truth um so yeah man um that's that's in the same light that we're going ah hey, you sleep with me you die that's in the same day that you're la- like in the same time four days later you're laughing at this shit like it's not happening you're holding up Janet Mock's picture, who you supposedly respected enough to have on your platform, and going, "Would you fuck her? Because then you gotta kill her." <laughs> Isn't it hilarious? Isn't it so good? Mm-hmm. Fucking ridiculous, man. Yo, and not only that, so because the whole thing started when they asked, um, they they asked, uh, 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 uh what's his name, Duvall, mm-hmm. about basically, uh, you know, um, the president in forty-five. And his whole transgender ban on uh, military service uh, people, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, why are you even asking little Duvall about this, right? Because you know what this nigga stance is, stance is on LGBT issues. 
You mm-hmm. you already know. So you asked him this knowing that you were going to get him to say something fucked up. Uh, the other thing too that that um, and I hate when he I hate when he does this. Charlemagne does this shit is he try to deflect. So he goes on Twitter. Uh, you you, you I, I just wish people cared more uh this much about my Janet Mock interview. So let me get this straight. So you are you interview a transphobic son of a bitch on the show, right? right. Who is just like over the top, and and you laugh at his transphobic jokes and stuff. And then when people call you out on that, you go, "Well, I wish you guys had 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 given this much concern to when I had Janet Mock on there when she was dropping real jewels." It's like, are you like you can't have it both fucking when, ways? When, when did he say this? It's on Twitter. Oh like, my god! That, that's the, that's the, that's the crazy thing about Charlemagne, right? He he'll do this. He'll he'll say one thing on the show, and then he'll go on Twitter and be like, "This is just outrage, y'all are y'all are, y'all y'all are say, man, I wish y'all cared more about like, nigga, no, that's not how this fucking shit works." Yeah, you, you I, literally laughed at this dude when he's talking about killing trans women, right? It's yeah. not funny. It's it's not funny. You you or you had envy set him up, knowing that you were going to get the response from to begin with by asking him something. That you already knew the answer to, and you knew it was going to get you the result, because they're friends. He's friends with Lil Duval. Because after right. this, he has a picture of him. They all went out, you know, and and did comedy, or did they did something together after that? So this, this is your friend. You know this dude. You're cool with him. You know what he was going to say. So right. you set that up to get that response. They started laughing before because, you even answered the question. Right, because it's 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 you're literally women die from this. Women die from this. This this is not a joke. It, it, it was why what. You know, when people were saying that what the president did was a distraction, I'm like, it can't be a distraction because this is literally going to cost people their lives. It's, it, it's that serious. But for people like Charlemagne, it's a it's a fucking punchline. Well, people only call <laughs> things a distraction to disguise the fact that they don't care, right? Unless, right. unless the issue affects them directly, then it's then it's not a distraction. Come you on. can't you can't trust those people, man. I like we haven't even had a chance to talk about it on the show, but um, the military transgender ban. That shit is 100% about um, making transgender people feel ostracized from society. Like, it's not even about whether what their role is in the military-industrial complex. It's not about if you think this discrimination is wrong, you support the military. And we're honestly at a point in society where we can turn around and be like, well, just, we should be paying for transgender people to, to live and give them resources outside the military. Yo, that's beautiful, that's cool, but that's not what's happening right now. So we have to deal with where we are right now. The same way we have to deal with black people then feeling discrimination with the GI Bill and things of that nature. The discrimination is still wrong, whether it's ideal or not, whether it's for the military complex or not. The discrimination that people are talking about is wrong, and the signal that it sends is the same signal that made hate crimes go up in America since the election of Donald Trump. It's the same signal that's led to more people dying. It's the same signal that is a global-wide rejection of uh, bigotry or or, or, uh, uh, acceptance of bigotry and elevation of it. It's the same signal so so while on the one hand i get it no i don't want to say the military you know this we should judge people's worth via how much they contribute to the military and i'm not even here to say all these soldiers is heroes and all that shit that's not even the fucking point but it cannot at least acknowledge that this shit is completely designed to ostracize trans people from society and ultimately go back to exactly what the fuck the whole underlying movement of this right-wing shit is which is 
go back in the closet don't exist don't breathe don't use the bathroom don't like that's the point it's like can't you just pretend to be cishet and stop trying to live your truth because it's fucking up my whole idea i gotta explain this to my kid blah 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 the whole point is to discriminate so the same like the fact that they even brought that up on the show they were just throwing the alley-oop to a dude that they knew was transphobic so they could get into this topic it's just like i said it's the bare minimum of a show dog it's the bare minimum requirement to be on there or to have the discussion and you can't you fucking cannot turn around and be like but what about the interview i had where i wasn't being transphobic when i was talking to a trans person dog that's nothing you know how many white people aren't racist when a black person is around but the second we turn our back you go oh you know what man fuck these niggas right black lives matter all lives matter to me but when i'm in your face it's like no i understand buddy and it's tough out there you're the same dude except you did it on a national platform where everybody can fucking judge and see it dog but now but now it's time to be mad dog you were faking either you were faking then or you faking now that's the only conclusion and that's what he does he fakes because what here's what happens when 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 charlamagne actually uh, and I, I didn't see the Janet Mock interview, but I can almost guess how it went. He probably shut the fuck up and let her talk. Right. That's probably what happened. He didn't really interview them. They asked some probably baseline question, and they probably shut the fuck up and let them talk. And you no, know, he was just waiting. You know, it, 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 it provides cover. It's like when after he did the whole, you know, if black women, why can't black women build like Tommy Lauren thing? And he brought on some black women, and he shut the fuck up and let them talk. But it's just it's it's really just to shut people up, and so we can go back and go. Well, no, see, remember that one time I did this one good thing, where I gave them a platform. Because he always thinks he, the other thing too. He always thinks he's putting people on. Right, motherfucker, you ain't put Janet Mock on. If anything, she putting you on more, and trying to educate your dumb ass. Because Janet Mock ain't you ain't putting her on. She already been put on. She put herself on. So that right there is already like when he was like, I wish more people was like he was giving her a boost. Motherfucker, she met Oprah. Right. <laughs> she she's met like motherfucker. What are you talking about? Like you're right. a nobody. You know. All right, we, get the we, fuck out of here. I'm going to the Sorry. next session real quick, but we're oh, coming right did, back. Uh, chat room. Sorry about this. But uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. It's, he framed it like, look at this good deed I did having this person on. Well, you doing? Are you not doing a quote unquote good deed? Doing Duval a favor having him on your show as well? I mean, it's still <laughs> you still sending a conflicting message just a few days later talking about some i want credit for the good shit i did well was it good you know for i didn't even watch that interview and somebody was like yeah he had her on to ask her did she have a clit and i'm like yeah of course like that's the par for the course like he's not gonna do a good interview there's no reason to sit up there and be like i know he ain't read the book you know what i mean like he not he's a bare minimum type of nigga go ahead i'm sorry here's the thing like if you're doing something to get props for it you it's not genuine it's like it's like you know i'm i'm a good parent nigga you're supposed to be a good parent like that's that's the bare minimum right you you want you want props for doing shit you should have been doing like i brought janet mock one okay and like you right you you to to promote to promote her book by the way right so there's a reason it's not like you would bring her on just to chill it's not and i mean and in all likelihood hopefully uh more than likely she probably wouldn't just come on just to chill with them niggas but you know even if she would like that's not why you had her there anyway so why are you trying to act like you some type of friend like well i'll let you promote your book and this how y'all repay me like that's like 
And, and, and what I hate about that is this is the kind of shit. See, Charlamagne's the kind of nigga that will do this shit, right? He'll come on and say, oh, uh, and, and pat himself on the back for, you know, putting black women on even though he didn't or putting Janet Mock on even though he didn't. He'll pat himself on the back for that shit. But if – and he'll have a bunch of uh, black dudes support him on that shit. But, like, when, when black dudes like myself or you evolve our views and, and, and become more aware of LGBTQ issues, of uh, issues with black women and things like that – all of a sudden, we're doing it for likes. We're doing it for attention. Not, we're not doing it because, no, uh, generally I was wrong and I'm now trying to be a better person. No, no, we're definitely doing it just to get attention. When that's literally what this nigga's doing. Like, he brings these women on just to give himself cover and to pat himself on the back and give himself attention, and that's it. That's the only reason why he does it. Because he literally will follow that up. He'll sandwich these, he'll sandwich one decent interview. In between, like, this entire month, there has been something wrong with the Breakfast Club. It was uh, Umar Johnson. It was Dr. Uh, Wesley Muhammad. It was Rick Ross. It's Little Duvall. And sprinkling in between there is Janet Mock. Which one of these doesn't belong? Right. If, if, if 90% of your interviews are problematic, you know, cishet black men, and every now and then you bring in a black woman that's about some shit, nigga, you still trash. Right. That 10% doesn't save you from not being 90% trash, and that's what he is. Right. Just, and I, I don't, I'm so sick of this dude, yo. And like I said, I don't expect nothing to be done about it. And, I, I, you know, I don't even really expect people to stop going on there, to be honest. I don't think people care. They nope. they will covet this type of they, – they love this type of controversy. Like I said, I kind of hate talking about it. Um, we won't be talking about it again, I'm sure. Um, and then they will then turn around and be like uh, – we're still on the air and nobody can do shit you know um all right let's play some uh play some games guys lighten this thing up well although this- oh, before you, before yeah. you go into that uh and i can send you the links leslie from interracial jump put out some good links for how to support uh trans activists mm-hmm. uh she has she has some really good ones so you know just the signal boost those and put those out there uh um let me see if i can i, I had them i had them open real quick yeah just so people can know know where to go that's I know a lot of people don't know where to go to support. There's one, uh, Trans Kindred, uh, Kindred's collection. Uh, that's a GoFundMe. There's, um, the Transgender, uh, Transgender Law, Law Center, uh, is there. And then there was the, uh, National Center for Transgender, uh, Equality as well. Those, those are three. She had, she had a few other, she actually has some direct, uh, links to, um, uh, the PayPals, I believe, of, of trans activists. And I do know at one point, a safety pin box and they might either they did it in the past and they might be doing it again they actually had a, a black woman being for uh trans women where you could you, you the money you donate to safety pin box go directly to trans trans women and helping them out so i mean just the best you can do is is try to support these things because like this has just been a really horrible week right. you know uh, in 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 in, in, a, in years and decades of of horribleness but this has just been piling on as you go about and so that's one way to go out there and support and try to educate themselves. So just wanted to say that real quick. Yeah, one of my uh, one of the podcasts I listened to just ended. On a, uh, I, I think in the website uh, this week, but Black Girl Danger was mm-hmm. a good one. Like that's a good uh, good podcast, and I've been listening to it for a while. But at, they had a lot of trans and LGBTQ uh, women over there. Um, you know, like there's it's like it's much easier and better. I think. And, well not even easier but it's a lot more productive to promote people that are actually doing good work 
correct so you know like i said and i'm mostly i just hate i feel like um almost like it's a waste of time sometimes confronting this shit because niggas don't care and it's that's just, the problem you know and like it wouldn't be so bad if it was like they just don't know better but when mm-hmm. niggas don't care and they revel in not caring like they put a badge of honor on their chest to be like i don't care look at me i'm a black man that don't care about other black people it, it, unless they men it's so a uh, straight man it's so hard to even reach niggas because to them they're they're cla- they're constantly patting themselves on the back to not give a fuck and 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 it's hard for me to look at that and be having a respect for people man because you know we we do way too much asking and expecting other people to care about us within the community we always put our emotions in front of everybody like but how am i supposed to feel about this as a straight black man we do that with every single thing that comes up it doesn't matter if women are just talking about going to see not going to see a movie by a rapist we are like but how am i supposed to feel you're like that's how we do and yet something like this happens and you just see niggas platting themselves on the back like look how little i care so yeah um all right let's get to let's get to these games these uh half fun half terrible games um, ah! let's play some fucking with black people guys We're just fucking with these black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that it feels like we've been playing already. It's fucking with black people. I know, right? The game we go all around the globe. We find different arguments, make us feel fucked with the wheel sign point scores from zero to hundred. Intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Hey. Uh, so Tyler, the creator, who's uh, just come out with a new album. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Um, Me either but it's interesting because speaking of like transphobic homophobic shit that dude first cover albums like he was just straight up saying some shit that it was like oh this is reprehensible but at the same time people just fucking love tyler yeah. but then now people are saying on his latest album it sounds like he came out as uh at least by or something mm-hmm. and it's interesting because there's like the retroactive there's something that's never happened for me before anyway like a retroactive like well let me go back and listen to this shit because before i was like ah, i fuck with tyler but goddamn, some of this shit man i don't even know i guess he thinks it's funny but he keeps going out his way to really say and do, talk about homophobic shit in his rhymes and now i'm like oh wait was that just like how i say nigga like i don't know anymore anyway um he's uh of course you know uh he has a show on cartoon network um loiter squad and then apparently he's got some type of like cartoon coming out oh shit um thing called the jellies yeah the jellies and he was asked about it by a white woman at comic-con about why is the main character black (laughs) and he gave a a a really good answer i know right white women but um he was wondering why is cornell black now okay hold the fuck up it's not your fault He's like, why you make them black? Why can't have anything, man? <laughs> no, no, don't clap. Hold on. How many fucking black cartoon characters is it on TV right now? I Name five. I'll give you time. <laughs> cartoon characters? Wait, cartoon characters or characters in general? Cartoon. Cartoon. I only know, like, It is Flint none. It is none. They cancel Static Shock. Nobody remember Fillmore. It's like, we don't got shit. The only other black character is this fucking weird ass 
Oh no, they killed Chef off fucking South Park. <laughs> so we don't have shit. So I said, fuck that. We about to make this black and he ain't got no guns. He ain't shooting no fucking basketball. And, and he a fucking goober and we gonna put him on TV. And he's the lead character. He ain't the comic relief. He ain't the sidekick. He the lead. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Uh, Karen, zero to 100. Oh, he gets zero. That white woman get 100. <laughs> All right. Asking that fuck-ass question. Every time somebody, somebody be like, well, why is your main character white? Nope. Right. When it has nigga, when it has anybody ever put a microphone in a nigga face and, and they ask them, they're going to be like, uh, because it's my experience, um, because I'm white. Like, what kind of fuck? what kind of fuck ass question right the default is supposed to be white period right meanwhile like you said where are your black led cartoons like didn't doc mcstuffins get canceled or is it still i think did they save that i just know it was on the fence i think it got another season right. i i haven't seen it in a while so i don't know if a new season is coming or not but yeah it's, i mean we watch cartoons all the time right we watch cartoons all the time all jokes aside with the exception of mike tyson mysteries right and like he said and it's nothing against which is it. adult swim right by and, the way, and yeah. i love it it's like you say one thing is an adult swim right so most children aren't going to watch it and mike tyson is more of the comic relief right and that's like he was saying and it was a knock on that but that's true like if you really look at car I, me and roger watch a lot of cartoons right and so when you look at like black cartoons it's like even with steven universe people speculate that some of the characters are black but you but they haven't really came out and said right. that i'm black right. so if you really look at like cartoons that are on cartoon area time that most of your children between 7 to 12 7 13 gonna watch truthfully there are not none they might be right. quote unquote brown but if but if you in the reality just like i thought uh, lex luther was black and y'all had to tell him now nah, he white i was like this nigga brown with a black ass voice how is he not that's why i was like who the fuck is this white dude because i didn't read the comic book so i thought lex luther was black all my life i was like hey it's a black it's a brown man so it was one of the things where when you look at all of the like the cartoons and you're like where are they at they're not there and they don't exist so in my opinion it's a very ignorant question that she asks and her question makes me mad Mm -hmm. uh i do appreciate her alley-ooping that for him to slam that answer though uh even though she ain't mean to uh chris what about you zero to a hundred oh did he hit that button was did we we lose chris Chris? oh shit what happened to chris Mm -hmm. Uh, yo chris you there Oh, I see him calling or something. All right, let me try answering this nigga call. Try this again. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I guess I'll give my answer until we get Chris back. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he there? Yo, Chris, you there? Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, yes. I hear you. Yeah, I went to hit unmute. Yeah, I went to hit unmute and I, try, I, I actually ended the call. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, did you hear yeah. the clip, though, from Tyler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, what I was going with, because I, what I didn't hear, I didn't hear the exact how the – I saw the clip and I saw his answer, which I love, and right. I'm with Karen. It's zero for that. I'm giving it a fifty percent only because I actually need to hear the woman how she asked it because I can see, particularly at Comic Con, like that would be a question I would ask him. Like I would ask him, like, oh, so why did you make the character, knowing what the answer was already, but to get it on record. So I'm not sure if she was asking him that to fuck with him and to be like, so why you gotta make the character black or? Hey, can you explain why you decide to make the character black to get that kind of response for him? Because that response is something we need to hear. You need to hear that and and ask, like, 
yeah, yeah, you do realize there's no black cartoon characters, right? Right. And and we need to have that. So I'm only giving it 50% because I, I need to actually hear and see, like, her tone in asking that question. Because, like, if she would just ask it to, to kind of get that response of explaining why this was there, then I think that that's actually a good question to ask and that it needs to be on record at an event like Comic-Con where I want to say that that, that might have been either in Ballroom 20 or – Hall H, and those are pretty big right. uh, rooms. Or actually, it might have been an Indigo Ballroom, which is still a pretty big room at uh, San Diego Comic Con that has a lot of people in it. So that's a good thing to you know have this black creator say, "Hey, let's explain this. Let's talk about this and, and, and bring this up." So, yeah, I'm only giving it fifty percent, only because like it can go either way because white people. Yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta oh, go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. And and I and I'm not now. I do understand what you what you said. Very valid, I guess. Because the way she was like, why is it black? And I guess, I guess the form in her question, she could have been said, well, what made you come to the decision to make a black character? Mm. In my Absolutely. opinion, that's well, a completely also, different question than be like, why is he white? Why is he black? I'm like, bitch, what? Well, she also, uh, dis, if you notice in the question, she sort of like pushed, she disconnected herself from the question because she said, I was talking to so and so and he said, well, why is the main character black? So she didn't even, like, she didn't even have the courage to be like, so why is there? Why did you choose oh, to make this I, character see, I, black? Didn't, I didn't hear all that. Oh, fuck right. that hundred then. No, I didn't hear yeah. all that. So I didn't hear. I only heard his response. I didn't hear her ask a question. Oh, fuck that. That's a hundred. Right. I didn't know. Nah, nah. She's she's on that bullshit. Okay. Uh, I gotta give a hundred too. Yeah. Um, like I, I love his answer though. I did too. His answer is zero, but yes, right. Karen questions a hundred. ESPN commentator under fire for comparing slave patrols cops to slave patrols while complaining that Colin Kaepernick has not been signed. An ESPN commentator has been slammed for comparing cop police officers to the slave patrols that enforce discipline on pre-Civil War plantations. Jamel Hill, the co-host of the 6 p.m. Hour Sports Center, made the remarks Friday on Twitter, echoing comments uh, from former San, uh, San Francisco 49er quarterback Kyla Kaepernick. Now, it's funny because when you look at these tweets, she's not really echoing. Like, she didn't – someone replied to her, and this is what happened. She says – uh, there was an article that said Raven signed former Arena League quarterback David Olsen, not Colin Kaepernick. And she said, oh, in case you missed it, the Ravens signed a dude who quit football to be a realtor and played in two games in college over a Super Bowl quarterback. Right? That's a fact. That's a fact. This person replied, I feel like it's been forgotten that he basically called all cops slave patrol a month ago. I mean, that's pretty inflammatory. She replied, inflammatory but historically accurate. Don't what see what the problem is the pr- the- she said it's inflammatory but historically accurate right so she did not make the comment how the fuck did the story get into what it is accurate that's what the fuck the police was was created to catch niggas what the fuck are we talking about here yep uh johnson replied there's historically true there yes but it is is it fair to say now to all cops especially when they have minorities when many minorities serve Hill apparently backpedaled a bit, turned the comments from police officers to the system. I wouldn't say all, but it's clear for a long time the police and the judicial system are institutionally racist. Uh, uh, amid subscriber law, ESPN is increasingly being accused of pushing a liberal political agenda. Accused, this is only, keep in mind, this is from the Daily Mail. Accused, accusations uh-huh. Hill has often been at the center of. She responded to these claims at a conference in Manhattan last month in a video. Sports and political, she said in remarks, uh, reported by Yahoo Finance. 
um uh home the nigger navy uh he said that <laughs> athletes often push political agendas dragging sports gen- journalists who covered them along with with them she also implied that complaints over the alleged liberal bent were really racist sentiment in disguise as you see more ethnic diversity then all of a sudden espn is too liberal she said so i wonder when people say that what they're really saying come on god i love her bae come on they always going after them her uh, and her co-host and Bo. Like what people better realize, if people really pay attention and look at their mentions, they mentions be on goddamn fire all the time. Zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, a fucking one hundred, Chris. Oh, a hundred. Yeah, a hundred. This article slanted as fuck too. Like they really were trying to get her up out of here and make it a big, make it even worse than it was. Uh, but yeah, a hundred. Uh, lastly uh tiffany howdish who we all know from uh girls trip at this point mm-hmm. uh the star i'd say stole the show was well, under fire from a joke about bill cosby in an interview with the los angeles times she said she'd do anything to get to work with cosby some say her comments crossed the line i'll drink the juice i'll take a nap i don't give a damn but seriously i would love for him to play my grandfather in something after the backlash against her joke she apologized during the tca panel on thursday I don't know if you ever been interviewed before. You do 27 interviews. You're supposed to be humorous all the time. You're going to make some bad jokes. You're going to come up with a few not good jokes. I was not trying to make it seem like I'm not afraid. Of, I was well, I was trying to make it seem like I'm not afraid to do anything. I'm not afraid of any kind of job. I'm not afraid to play any kind of role as long as it doesn't compromise my morals, she said. I don't agree with what he did, but at the end of the day, I'm not afraid of the big bad fool. That's what I was trying to say. I was trying to say it in a humorous way. Alright. So, <laughs> so first of all, shout out to her PR person mm-hmm. who was like, you about to fuck up your money. Mm-hmm. Nah. Second of all, I'm always wary when people go, I don't agree with what he did when we're talking about things like rape. Like, you don't agree, like, you're, you're making it seem like there's room to agree with that like like there's another position to that they're like oh i agree with rape like right so when you say i don't agree with what he did i'm always that's always a an interesting choice of words when we're talking about a man who's committed rape right so i'll just say okay sure right all right Mm -hmm. karen zero to 100 oh she get a 75 75 chris yeah, well, like the thing about it is, she's not really fucking with black people. Mm. She's just fucking up her own money. So mm, can you right. really give that? So I got to give her almost a zero because mm. she's really just fucking up her own money. I <laughs> saw a Girls Trip and she got to get a seventy five at least because uh, only black people are fucking with that movie and she a black star now. Like you, you know, and uh, the hotel community. We have uh, some people out here in the community that are apparently defending bill cosby as a national pastime for years now and i she got on my line of like so you down with jill scott and erica by doing them or you just right. making jokes because even in her apology like you said it was i don't agree with it with what, what part do you not agree with you know because because you could be saying i don't agree i don't agree that he had sex with all these women consensually and then they blamed him for rape i don't know you got to be clear because that's how fucking uh, the hot wire this uh a live wire that this conversation is because of how fucked up everything was so i don't know 
i hope tiffany on the up and up i hate to be grand opening grand closing on a person who waited almost 40 years to get her career popping like this right. I'm, i mean i'm very looking forward to her project but yeah dog you you know and i do believe her by the way that she did 27 interviews and fucking this was the joke that was the shittiest joke or whatever i absolutely believe her i understand that's how these these telephone interviews go anyway a lot of times your agent schedules all this shit and then you just show up on the phone and call call the morning yuck yuck show and all this shit still nigga everybody ain't making this joke like that was a that was a little too much you know and i know it just fucks her up because she's talking about her drinking the juice but i'm just saying a lot of black people rooting for you right now so it kind of fucks with me too matter of fact i moved to 50 i moved to 50 but it fucks with me like too. I, i'm just I, i'm just shocked that she did it so fast like it was just like all these articles coming out about oh she's the greatest she's you know she's finally right. and then, then then she does that and i'm just like hey come on you can't how are you gonna you're not even gonna wait a week to block your own blessings yo come on right. yo. <laughs> right so you know that you know maybe they'll they'll get rid of her i don't know but i'm assuming this isn't enough to get well shit i know it's not enough niggas actually out here be defending bill cosby so <laughs> we flat out know that it's not enough to to quote unquote cancel anybody might have uh, some black might have some black fans say that again honest, or black might have some black male fans yeah might you know there's a constituent of people that i mean what are they still rooting for that lawyer that was defending him for five seconds because i remember it was all up on her as a new black queen but i ain't heard nothing about her since she stepped away from that case because she had comments actually wait wait no she's she's defending she's um she's she's got r kelly as a client now okay okay i'm just yeah. wondering so <laughs> she moved on to that new, there you go new black horrible dude yo hey here's my question with her like is she gonna be doing interviews and shit because her thing was like she was the quote unquote defending him in the public but she didn't do his trial so that was interesting because it, it was such a pr move it was all about having a black woman as the face of uh y'all not gonna come for bill this is a white conspiracy as soon as it's time to go to court he, uh i gotta go guys i don't have nothing to do with this interesting uh-huh. yep. uh last one racism levels in u.s communities predict how many black people police will kill there study shows a lot Hmm? a lot okay i'm not sure karen understood that title but yes <laughs> the racial bias of white members of a community have a direct link to the number of black people shot and killed by police officers in the same area a study published last year found that african americans are almost three times more likely than white people to be killed by the police use of force indigenous americans are also uh almost three times as likely to suffer such a fate while hispanic men are twice as likely now a new report suggests that biases and prejudices held white residents in an area has a close correlation to the number of black people who will lose their lives at the hands of officers we expected more economic and demographic variables such as the overall wealth of an area residential segregation average levels of education in the area overall crime levels to be involved said the report's lead author eric hammond yet the researchers mr hammond and reiser from reiser university in toronto and jessica flake for toronto's york university and jimmy calaccini from germany's albert ludwig university of friedberg uh implicit bias or the strength of someone's association between specific social groups and threat was a primary indicator as to the level of lethal force 
specifically they added regional implicit biases toward black people or the implicit stereotypical association between black people and weapons predicted african americans being more likely to be killed by police where these biases were stronger african americans were more likely to be killed by police the results indicated that this is not specifically a problem of police officers but reveals there's something about the broader communities and the context in which these officers make speeded life and death decisions that is associated with killing more african americans said mr hammond the report published in the journal of social uh, psychological and personality sciences uh considered the ways in which attitudes and stereotypes can spread through conversations facial expression and even body language to the extent that police officers are exposed to the biases of their fellow residents in their region they may adopt those uh attitudes themselves accordingly one possibility is that prevailing regional biases may shape police officers own attitudes and their behavior on the job as a result of those attitudes as part of research uh, Mr. Hammond and colleagues looked at a use of lethal force against whites and blacks and linked it with biased data from the project implicit at Harvard, uh, a nonprofit group attacked to the, attached, attacked to the university that seeks to educate, I think they meant attached, uh, the, uh, public about hidden biases and prove, uh, provide a virtual laboratory for collecting data and demographics on the 2010 U.S. Census. In all, they looked at 187, I mean, sorry, at 80, 875 deaths uh from january 2015 to september 2015 damn that's a lot wow uh among those deaths black people represented 22.7 percent uh 7.6 percent of all deaths uh, but they just made up 11.7 percent of the population uh the research is likely to be seized on by those working to reform criminal justice system that has been shown to discriminate against men and women of color yet the researchers say that work needs to be the trigger for more research they also raise issues that are likely to be controversial one interpretation of these results is that white biases create a racially charged atmosphere that contributes to police killing black people disproportionately they write alternatively black people in some regions may be more violent when interacting with police resulting in more justifiable lethal force in turn influencing the prejudice and stereotypes about black people held by people in the region oh yeah that is gonna cause a lot of people to be mad they added because of the correlation nature of the analysis we cannot rule out either interpretation so yeah i guess there does need to be more research um was this one and one this is the first research of its kind right another one of these groundbreaking so you mean where well, it's a lot of racist white people they kill niggas huh interesting uh one and of these, you mean to tell me that the niggas that dealing with racism actually get mad because they got to interact with the cops and it causes them to be shot word apparently helen uh says the police here are beating these negroes up like hotcakes uh zero to 100 k <laughs> oh go ahead chris <laughs> no i just find it i, I just find it funny with so much of the yeah black people have been telling you this shit for years like <laughs> oh man just so fucking hilarious yeah anybody could have told you uh karen mm-hmm. zero to 100 oh yeah these 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 surveys get on my nerves it's 100 I, i'm like you could have just asked a random nigga walking down the street and he could have gave you all this data you could have saved all this hundred thousand dollars that you shipped to a college but i guess white folks gotta have numbers and statistics that they're gonna ignore and not give a fuck about yeah this is definitely one of those refuse to believe black people studies uh chris zero to 100 Oh, can we give it like 150? Cause like, ah! <laughs> like 150 years of 400 years of uh, of of yeah of fucking with black people because right, duh, nigga. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a hundred for me. Um, all right, man. Listen, uh, we we've talked about a lot, okay. And I would play some guest the race, but I really feel like what we really need to do is to unwind and to to get 
relaxed okay so instead of playing more uh guess the race we'll do some white people news okay guys i said we was playing guess the race i mean instead of playing oh, okay. guess the race. no i mean you know you know what i meant karen uh you just over there trying to pick on me um but instead of that we'll, we'll you do over there some trying to shut a black down massage noir uh but yeah we'll play some uh we'll play some white people news which means i'm I taking to... my time back <laughs> reclaiming my time reclaiming my time uh i gotta get that yo um but instead what we'll do instead is uh we'll we'll do some white people news we'll try to relax now some of this of course before we get to the good white people news some of this shit is gonna have to be uh about trump because that's y'all's man and y'all did elect him and we didn't it's not our fault uh and we have to play a cover song as well because you guys you know need to hear what these white people are doing to us uh by stealing and columbus in our music okay uh is it video showing in the chat karen yeah it's a commercial right now yeah i'm about to you know it's how it is you can skip this in one second Mm-mm, i'm good youtube yep uh now i'll take the turn the sound back on at the skips uh all right guys here you go um oh wait did the sound turn back on no shit at that apple. He is really feeling himself. That's a mini keyboard. What's happening here? Hey, Casio. Tell me who you're loyal to. Is it money? Is it fame? Is it weed? Is it drink? Is it coming down with the loud pipes and the rain? Big chilling only for the power in your name, baby. Tell me who you're loyal to. Is it love for the streets when the lights get dark? Is it unconditional when the robbery don't start? Baby, tell me when your loyalty is coming from the heart. Yeah, tell me who you're loyal to. Do it start with your woman or your man? Do it end with your family and your friends? Are you loyal to yourself in advance? I said, tell me who you're loyal to. Is it anybody you would lie for? Anybody you would slide for? Anybody you would die for? That's what God's for. But listen, seeing you got ritualistic. Cleansing my soul of addiction for now Cause I'm falling apart Oh, you mixing up songs Oh, shit Between us, it's like picket fences I like these transitions You got issues that I won't mention for now Cause we're falling apart Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Yeah. Cause I'm past 
obsessive with the things you say. Passing up on loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. He was good, man. I feel like he might not be white. I, I gotta look up his last name. Right. A I O N O. I feel it, like that yeah. might he might have some brown in him because that was too good. That that wasn't that <laughs> bad at all. Yeah, normally, you know, he'd be in here like, Jesus, man, leave us alone. I was like, Oh, you know what? I'll hear another one from you. <laughs> right. You actually fuck with us. Right. He can sing transition. Sing everything. Okay, brother. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he on that Bruno Mars. Don't write me. Don't at me. Okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still fuck with Bruno. Uh, me too. All right, uh, that's y'all's man. You gotta talk about that before we can talk about anything else. Now we already discussed basically Trump announces ban on transgender people in the military, um, which I still say is a just a message to promote bigotry. I don't think yeah. it's, it's. I think it only affects like it was like sixteen thousand people. Or something. It was some number where I was like, oh, this isn't even about. And he lied and said it's because of the cost of dealing with people with transgender and medical issues. But they literally spend five times as much on Viagra in the military as they do on those issues. So it's not about the money. It's just to sell trans people that you're not accepted in society. Right. And it's one of these things, and I might be wrong, one of these things, but, you know, he tweets so much, he put that shit on Twitter before it, before. Yeah. He didn't the, tell the joint team of staff. Right. The, military, the military had to come up with like, hey, dog, nah, uh, this ain't all. Ain't nobody signed nothing. Ain't nobody, no, um, yeah, you can't put something on Twitter and call it fact yeah they literally did not initiate it yet because he didn't pass it by anyone boy scouts chief apologizes for trump's jamboree address the president of the united states of america spoke at a motherfucking boy scout jamboree and the boy scouts gotta apologize yeah that's a 100 (laughs) for them uh but you know what wouldn't surprise me a bunch of the parents and shit voted for his ass one this isn't fucking with black people okay oh, well it's getting a hundred anyway but go ahead right <laughs> two um you spoke to a group of children and they and someone had to come out and be like i'm sorry for letting the president speak to a bunch of children i don't know what we were thinking of course he said something controversial and stupid it's oh. like yeah have y'all not seen his other fucking speeches it's his superpower i want to extend my sincere apologies to those in our scouting family that were offended by the political rhetoric that was inserted into the jamboree said michael sherbaugh chief about chief scout executive for the boy scouts of america in a statement that was never our intent the invitation for the sitting u.s president to visit the national jamboree is a long-standing tradition it is in no way an endorsement for, of any person party okay. or policy okay so they do this to everybody regardless of course because okay. no they've never had a president <laughs> this, this reprehensible before it wasn't even a thought that even this motherfucker they thought well he's not gonna come here and be like and obama he didn't come right right am i right folks am he's I terrible right? i really won the election am i right children right we're gonna get rid of those we're gonna get rid of these mexicans am i right boy scouts <laughs> right y'all help build them walls out there ain't you kids the scary part is that motherfuckers are cheering it right. well, well yeah the same thing is like what happened with the police but yeah yo it, 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 he went on to talk about he basically talked about orgies right he went to the boy scouts oh, and shit. talked about orgies like the motherfucker has no shame right like and, this and you know like, what chris i'm i'm you know what i'm going to agree with something you've been saying he is functionally literate or illiterate whichever whichever way you want to say it because i really do think they had this shit wrote out for this man he crumbles it up and said fuck it it ain't got pictures i guarantee you somebody had a nice speech written out for him he didn't want to go over that shit he crumbled it up and he won it he, he did a winged man and said fuck it we're gonna do it and talked about orgy to, to children there's no uh-huh. fuck there's no fu- there's, 
i can't believe I, this dude's president guarantee you somebody because here's the thing i would have told you a year ago he's capable of this so right i feel like almost all black people in the country would be like well you know if you get this guy he's a certified fool that will embarrass our country at every step of the way right. i know but you know he is just so boring can you really trust her okay motherfuckers play at your own risk uh for years people have called upon us to take a position on political issues we have steadfastly remained nonpartisan and refuse to comment on political manners we res- re- matters we respect uh, uh, unless unless it's gays right, right. unless it's gay well that's not gay. that's okay here you go chris that's your right. identity, I know. I'm sorry. Your identity I'm sorry. politics Right. <laughs> <laughs> An issue that don't affect white men? Uh, right, identity politics. I'm trying to be politically correct. I'll PC and shit. I gotta play the right. identity politics card. That's, they really should. How's the black card a thing, but the identity politics card isn't a thing? I'm gonna start using that shit against us. I mean, against them. Uh, alright. So yeah, he basically says, we silly regret that politics are inserted to the scouting program. Uh, yeah. It, it so was. Then they young, ain't he old enough to even considered sex and sexuality and you talking about oh, a lot of parents are mad because they like shit now i got explained to my kid when they get home what the fuck the president was talking about man all i know is this that nigga ain't shit he he ain't shit he ain't never gonna be shit his family ain't shit and people told y'all that but y'all was like what about them goddamn emails seriously fuck donald trump and anybody that voted for him right you know the other thing because we often talk about you know these pieces about the white working class and the buyer's remorse and all that shit i'm tired of these pieces and and we're right of course everybody's tired of those here's a piece that uh, i think we're not talking about enough that gets keep getting rewritten since since november the uh now with this latest antics trump proves that now it's time to take his ser- him seriously as a threat to democracy <gasps> now it's been like every week another person <laughs> is writing the well now we have to stop giving him a chance nigga what how would you make it this long bro like you you know what i mean like you're essentially the person in line getting on the slave ship being like i think this line <laughs> right i think now's the time to get out of this line y'all no like, like, it's too like late we pull we pull we pulling pull up pulling up in, 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 in into america right and the black the one black guy going hey guys <laughs> i I don't think they're going. They're taking who we think we're going. Like, right. I don't, I, don't, I think this I, might be slavery, dog. Right, I think we right. just stepped into some slavery. Like, yes. Fucking white people, man. Wait, uh, I, I don't think we should have got, I don't think they have any candy. Right. They told, they told us they had candy, and I don't, right. I, I'm not so certain they got candy. And it's only the white people that are noticing. I hope the black people are like, this dude's a dangerous person. And everybody uh, lgbt people brown, people brown everybody that has some some skin in the game is like dude like, is terrible but because our media is like 90 percent white when it comes to major publications you got a whole lot of white people like i don't think it's funny anymore guys we used to laugh at his anti i saw one of those this week and i was like how did you make it eight months into the administration and uh, eight months into the election and go you know what guys i gotta say <laughs> gotta say I don't think this guy's good for the country. You, you know, Fuck you. You know what? I, I got to say, got to say, he taking away my Obamacare? Right. What? Fuck right. you. Uh, Trump proposes scrapping Obama-era fracking rule on water po- pollution. I'm trying to kill people. Frack, fracking actually pollutes water and shit like that. That's what they had at Firewater. 
folks but they've been fracking way up in the mountains in Timbuktu nowhere and these white folks talking about hey y'all I can take a match and light my water on fire and everybody ignoring them people out there in the middle of nowhere they gonna start doing it in the cities and we're not gonna have valuable drinking water listen man these motherfuckers will really drink poison water just to get Obama's name off the rule that kept them alive that's the, the like when they write about this years from now during what i will only assume is the last uh generation of americans <laughs> they are gonna be like how did they let this happen how did they let this happen uh you know what man fuck obama i'll drink sucking oil water i don't care let me die then at least i won't at least i die without that nigger's name on my lips um scaramucci is that i don't know if i'm saying his name right because i don't the mooch the mooch the okay okay the he he got hired in the same week that uh they let uh uh what's that dude sean spicer go mm-hmm. no he, uh, he resigned uh, rinse, right rinse previous oh is rinse previous who he's taking over for because i don't yeah there's so much yeah. turnover listen i worked at right. wendy's there was less turnover <laughs> when i worked at motherfucking wendy's than there has been this administration i can't keep up so these, this, these niggas is like dallas for those, for those of you that's old school so probably this nigga like Dallas, you be like, God damn, there's another person coming up? Well, apparently he is the new communication director. He vowed on Tuesday to purge the White House of disloyal aides in an effort to crack down on leaks. As another member of the press resigned from a West Wing reeling from an unfolding shakeup. Yeah, they keep talking about leaks. That's, that's mm-hmm. the, but honestly, dog, I feel like all these quote unquote leaks are just people. It's a bunch of people yeah like they act like it's one person i think it's just a bunch of people being like dog you won't believe what the fuck happened at work today how do you control that stop doing unprecedented crazy shit and people will stop talking about it. but when you do something unprecedented and crazy every day you can't expect people to kill it's like as soon i bet people walk into trump's office or rooms where people are talking about shit and they're like, he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about uh, banning transgender people from the military. I'm just going to put it in an email. and I'm putting it on Twitter. And everybody, and like, if you see it and you're in the room, it doesn't matter if you're, like, just there to serve him water. You probably put both hands over your mouth like, ooh, 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 I got to tell somebody. I got to tell right. somebody. And, and, of course, everybody talks about it. It's the topic of the day. And people are going to talk. So, like you said, it's multiple leaks. And the dude they let go, they, you know what, they're worse than, who is it, uh, uh fox they didn't even sign an mda they were like nigga you can't talk about shit so that nigga see you know seeing the shit that was gonna happen it was like and what i heard was because i ain't signed no papers well the other thing though is they're so loyal as republicans everybody keeps expecting them to leave and spill the beans mm-hmm. but i don't think they'll i don't think any of them are gonna do that i think mm-hmm. i think they're still loyal to his as long as he is a bigot and promotes bigotry that's the only campaign promise they're holding them to uh also anthony the mooch sorry the mooch his wife De- his wife deidre his wife De- sound like an old uh football basketball player you know the mooch number number 72 uh the mooch uh his wife deidre filed for divorce after three years of marriage and two children growing tired of his naked political ambition mm. wait wait d- wait so you don't have the latest right no. where he oh, where he texted her when their okay, child was that. born okay. yeah <laughs> yeah he texted her when his child was born our children will be in our our, our children will be in my prayers right <laughs> she's giving birth to their new child and this motherfucker was with trump and t- 
texted her, I'll pray for you. I'll pay for our child. Keep in mind, this motherfucker's, um, this motherfucker was on TV in many, many places being very critical of Trump. And then the second that he was hired, he deleted all his tweets, mm-hmm. came out and said he's grown. And now, like, he'll do anything for this job. And this, because Trump thinks this shit is reality TV, he don't care. Oh, yeah, I done left your ass, too. I'm sorry. You, you, honey, you ain't hitting me up with no DM, Facebook, Instagram posts when I'm going in labor having your child talking about my baby being your prayers. Fuck you. Yeah, she's still not a hero because she put up with all his shit. Oh, yeah, no, no, she's still not a hero, but I understand that move. It was like, well, you can move without me. Right. Uh... Trump cut two hundred million from teen pregnancy programs. Hmm. So you don't say. Yep. Um, of course, you know the Republican health care bill did fell apart, and so did the skinny repeal. They tried. Uh, John McCain voted against the skinny repeal, but so did the two women that have been against the entire repeal from jump that were Republicans. Um, but John McCain got all the props, even though he voted for the the exhaustive overhaul last week came off of the cancer bed to do that then voted against it and the reason he voted against the skinny repeal uh i mean he came off his cancer bed to vote for a repeal of obamacare a full repeal the reason he voted against the skinny repeal is because it's not enough so that motherfucker is nobody's hero Mm-mm. do not laud him for this decision right it's still another political quote-unquote maverick decision that is all about his personal brand and about him uh trying to still be ingratiate himself with the most radical of republicans the most right wing of republicans and it still fuck him to the grave well i i have have a question how did the independent bernie sanders vote on this i I think he voted no because i think all the i think they count him as a democrat sometimes so i think he voted no i'm pretty sure he voted no uh, on, on this, because uh, the only people that voted yes for were Republicans. Right. So there's that. Uh, I do want to be clear because somebody did point out because it is confusing. Uh, the Mooch, Scaramucci, he replaced Spicer, right. but he was kind of responsible for Rince Priebus getting fired mm. because like it's 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 such a fucking it's such a fucking bad soap opera. Right. That right. In, in, in high school shit like it's it's so bad you do forget who's really replacing who and so like Rince Priebus is out because him and Scaramucci had issues and Trump picked Mooch and then he picked uh John Kelly to replace um uh uh uh, uh Priebus and people are like well you know maybe John Kelly can he can bring things together I'm like uh sure okay you guys keep saying this every time the the problem is at the top it's Trump and until he's gone buckle in yeah right as the white this, house turns right it's such a soap opera for so many people all right let's get into the uh the more uh lighter uh although you one could argue that these are not as light but we can <laughs> well, we can get to some of the lighter whiter news that is going on at the moment um let's see where should we start um uh angelina jolie apparently got herself in a little hot water talking about her new film you guys know uh angelina the adopter of many brown kids mm-hmm. um well apparently she has a new film coming out and she did an interview in vanity fair that was a profile of her and she said she was taken out of context 
because uh she she in uh, i'll come back to this but she said she was taken out of context <laughs> in an article where she basically has a passage where she talks about her describing how she cast her film her new film is called first they killed my father and it's about like cambodian children and they've been abandoned in these wars and the experiences they've they've uh had and these hardships and orphanages and slums okay and basically what she did was she said is her test for acting how these kids will act that she would take kids in the room uh they would snap they would put money on the table for the kids and then someone would come and snatch money from the kids and then they would see the reaction that they had and that would be their uh game they played to see who was uh able to be cast in this movie now these kids supposedly are like really uh you know they're from cambodia they some of them have really experienced these hardships um and then uh they they would pretend to catch the children taking money before forcing them to return it according to jolie however she's saying that's a misleading distortion uh in her statement she says the game was actually an improvisation exercise based on the scene in the film itself based on real life experience of long ong the subject of the first they killed my father and that no real money was ever taken from the children i'm upset that a pretend exercise and an improvisation from an actual scene in the film has been written about as if it were a real scenario jolie said suggesting that real money was taken from a child during the audition is false and upsetting i would be outraged myself if that happened she also added that doctors parents guardians and non-governmental organization partners were present for auditions and the entire making of the film jolie didn't speak to the troubling example specifically cited in vanity fair profile in which she herself described shrey mooch the actress later chosen for the part as becoming overwhelmed with emotion after being forced to give the money back jolie has also raised serious concerns for her reported collaboration with abusive rights violating cambodian army she did not reference this contro- controversy in saturday's uh statement so yeah um she out here living her best white life i guess i find it interesting here's why i say i gotta circle back to nigga the vanity fair profile you're angelina jolie there's no way you didn't approve every word of that there's no fucking way you did not do a vanity fair program profile and you didn't look over exactly what the fuck they printed if you, you are goddamn lying somebody else looked over it and would have been like hey you don't want this in there no it came so, out it came out is what i'm saying right. she didn't think it looked that bad when it came okay, out she said okay. now that people took that excerpt and was like this sounds pretty fucked up she's like oh that's not what happened and out of context they got me ah okay go ahead chris i'm sorry but no i, I guess my question is what is the vanity fair article that bad because mm-hmm. what I'm thinking might happen is she might have a Vanity Fair article, and the Vanity Fair article could make it perfectly clear that, you know, this was a, a scene in the movie, and somebody else could have read it and then pulled that piece out. Because you know that's what people do. They read a piece, they pull a piece out of context, and that's what, like, because I, 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 I didn't read the Vanity Fair article. I think I read everybody's reaction to that piece, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if, the Vanity Fair article got it right, but everybody else who pulled it out got it out of context. Not mm. saying that she's not problematic. I think she is. Me right. too. But um, I'm wondering if that's what happened. Yeah. Um, hold on. I have the Vanity Fair article. Give me a second. I'll, I'll find the piece. Because uh, I'll be interested in knowing if they 
if they left that piece out, if they left out that, hey, this is a scene in the movie, and they wrote about it as if she's really doing this. Well, I'll, I got it right people. here. Here's what's in there, all right? To cast the children in the film, Jolie looked at the orphanages, cir- at orphanages, circuses, and slum schools, specifically seeking children who had experienced hardship. In order to find their lead to play young, long on, uh, the casting director set up a game rather disturbing in its realism they put money on the table and asked the children to think of something she needed the money for then to snatch it away the director would pretend to catch the child and the child would have to come up with a lie shrey mooch this is a quote from her shrey mooch the girl who ultimately was chosen for the part was the only child that stared at the money for a very very long time jolie said when she was forced to give it back she can't she became overwhelmed with emotion all these different things came flooding back jolie then tears up when she was asked later for what the money was for she said her grandfather had died and they didn't have enough money for a nice funeral Oh, oh no no she no. fucked this yeah, up she, no that, she that's, did that, that they, yeah no she she approved that you you fucked that up she yeah it's yeah. and it's not they really they, they didn't take it out of context they did exactly what people are upset of them for doing yep. so nah you fucked up uh that authentic connection to pain was awakening everyone involved says jolie making for a film set like nothing she's ever seen there wasn't a person who was working on the movie who didn't have a personal connection they weren't coming to do a job they were walking in the exodus uh for the people whom they had lost in their family and it was out of respect for them that they were going to recreate it it completed something for them some had flashbacks and nightmares for this reason a therapist was on set every day and then there were the odd bystanders who hadn't been aware that a movie was being made and were traumatized jesus and one scene recalls jolie when the Khmer road came over to the bridge we had a few people who really really dropped to their knees and knees and well they were horrified to see them come back yo i don't know yeah yeah that's not i listen i'm just saying i don't know why you would even tell this story this way mm-hmm. even if that's what's happening like because it sounds like you're being our movie's gonna be so good it really made people traumatized in real life just to make a movie and innocent bystanders like how's that good y'all not informing the people around hey this is what we doing to all of a sudden you got people reacting like y'all not filming yeah given the size and complexity of the production a different hollywood director might have consciously or not mostly to flex their power in a way that might have seemed boorish according to the ung pond according to ung and pond jolie knows cambodia so well she internalized the country's character traits at lunch she waited in line like everyone else recalls pond oh okay she was she went okay she she never raised her voice here we don't shout we talk he says in cambodia yelling is not just disrespectful it's also considered a sign of weakness so she fucking so basically she fucking acted like they were her fucking kids Mm mm-hmm Mm. hello and her kid was there maddox who is, is as famous in cambodia as jolie it was a way for him to walk in the steps that most likely his birth parents walked says jolie who wasn't sure how he'd ultimately react to the experience would he connect would he want to flee jolie was thrilled one morning during the shoot when she heard maddox say can i go to sleep in my house with my friends referring to their house in the jungle which she had brought back in 2002 uh i hadn't heard them refer to it that way you can't you can't push you can't say isn't this great you just have to kind of you just kind of have to kind of keep bringing them there putting it in front of them hoping they find the pride and find the comfort uh yeah so uh that's very white over though very oh, white. My god that's super white like you know 
trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, and then no, 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 she just went full. She went full white savior. Like she's, yeah. you know what? I'll give it to Angelina Jolie. She's trying to live her rap, yo. Right. She really is. She's trying. She's trying to live that shit. It's like, oh no, I go full white savior. I don't. We don't half measure the white savior here. She we be go full white in. savior. Yeah, she be in these orphan streets, dog. Okay. Right. All, all in. All in. All white in. Savior. Uh, Cara Delevingne, De who you guys may know if you guys saw Valerian, which it seems like most of you did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the co-lead in that. She's the the female lead, and uh, and and she has no charisma. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but, but they literally wasted a big ass budget on a charismaless woman, and, and even him too. The dude also did nothing mm-hmm. in this film uh i don't know if you saw this one chris but no i didn't uh but uh she's also uh enchantress in uh and suicide squad right that's what i heard i was like oh that was the fucking worst part mm-hmm. she was really really bad and I, I i will never forget her uh her dancing remember her little nigga the little dancing thing she did at the end where it's just like oh god this is terrible yeah terrible yeah yeah you know you you can't cgi a good uh dance moving scene it was really really bad and and in my opinion i know it's not a movie view the, the them two should have been should have been older people just from the way they were talking acting i go oh these should have been actually extra 10 years well you know what this is the same dude who did lucy and the same dude that did fifth element uh it made me realize how much casting is the crutch for him because mm-hmm. fifth element was great to me but it's all because of the casting right you got some good personalities and actors and lucy was trash to me because you know scarlett johansson can't act um and then this movie was kind of trash a little bit because niggas can't act dog you, you keep getting these not acting noise anyway valerian star Clara delavine goes sporty in velour tracksuit as she touches down at lax it's been anything but a lazy summer for Kara uh the 24 year old model was was snapped in los angeles saturday as she arrived at lax airport in a sporty new tracksuit. oh it came up and went away oh for real mm-hmm. okay hold on guys uh i'll try this one more time oh she got the 53 percent haircut you so you notice she had to fit that's the only reason i wanted to show y'all she had the 53 <laughs> percent haircut Ooh. these white women I mean, uh, cutting they locks her off. and Cersei and, you know, the women, white women, living their white life, fucking right. shit up with the 53% haircut. I think I'm going to have to refresh here, guys. Give me one second. I'll be right back. No problem. But, yeah, the 53% haircut, dog, it's all the rage. Like uh, Everybody getting it, ain't they? When I was coming up, that haircut meant black women were having sex with white men, and that's they wanted to let us know. Mm-mm. So they cut all their hair off in the Tony Braxton style to be like, I fuck brothers, too. <laughs> but now i think it just means i don't fuck with trump but i'm too scared to say it and lose my fan base so i'm just not gonna say anything mm-hmm. and you know the haircut popular when it's in fiction and non-fiction mm-hmm. like it's across the board yeah uh, matter of fact wait till we get to our next article but uh ah! yeah i got i want people to see this haircut so give me a second to get back on screen but oh, no problem yeah i wonder do like when they go to their hairstylist i don't know what they're called for white women i'm assuming hairstylist not beautician or whatever anyway when they go to their hairstylist do you just walk in and be like i would like the 53 percent haircut yes yes cut it all off Mm -hmm. you know put a pussy hat on it i i want the i i want the i i i'm with her but i'm also with my trump voting family right the not the not my president special please 
the bowl the bowl cut because look like they just plop a bowl and just cut around it the lovely london native uh sporting a new short blonde pixie do was clad in a maroon puma tracksuit over the top uh over a white top with black sneakers as she made her way to the travel hub she accessorized with multiple rings and necklaces and a pair of dark sunglasses the five foot eight beauty continues to branch out in her career she showed off chops for both acting singing and songwriting this well i hope she does those better than acting uh this summer <laughs> as part of her film valerian and city of a thousand planets earlier this week she debuted the video for her single i feel everything which she wrote and pharrell produced nigga pharrell produced it no that makes sense uh, I, 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 that makes sense hmm i mean the money must have cleared you know what i'm saying that, that, yeah, i mean she, she got she got she got the pharrell haircut that oh that's a, true that that mm. she got she got the she got the i work you know, i'm white and i work for I, I i work with pharrell oh yeah that's true uh let me see if i can play some of this song chris won't be able to hear it but i'll see if i play a little bit of it i feel this everything makes me freeze but i can't stay still those eyes keep me up longer than any other pill and i know i'm being together we feel like forever but now more than ever i feel everything feeling everything you make me feel so crazy i've never felt so sane beaten up by love but the feeling still remains you should know if you want it it's yours so come and get it right now more than ever i feel everything feeling everything all i got i'm yours i'll give it to you you're in my brain trash Mm-mm. that's that miley cyrus light no thank you ma'am that's trash Oh, Yo, that that is a fifty three percent haircut special right there. Like yeah, that bro. that is a song that plays in the background as you get the fifty three percent haircut. I as, just, as you ask, stop that's, up. That's, that's a song that they play in the background as they write their think pieces about about Beyonce. Yo. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She's making me feel bad that I'm not pregnant and fine. <laughs> I feel everything. Ah! <laughs> oh jesus well i feel nothing uh hearing that song <laughs> uh and neither did people that saw her movie uh apparently it's only bringing 25.6 million through friday against a budget of an estimated 177.2 million Ooh. but that's just an estimate <laughs> yeah so it could be high could be lower i'm just saying that's a lot of money uh katie perry the weekend and kendrick lamar lee mtv music award nominations with ariana grande and rihanna on the list too mm. yep i won't be watching i hope, no, I hope the black, i won't be watching either i hope all the black people win and everything but uh this is not my crowd i don't i don't care nothing about no white awards i'm gonna tell you that right now y'all right. know us if it ain't bet we don't we give zero fucks right i'm not even saying it because it's young i know a lot mm-hmm. of y'all like to do the i'm just don't know anybody but that's not my problem mm-hmm. i just don't like watching black people lose to white people that have no business even being considered in the same category right. as them over and over talented again talented and shit nope i'm good the other thing is mtv music awards haven't had a good host in so long like they all been fucking terrible it's always these people that are like quasi funny like they're not funny and maybe in the <laughs> right light they could be funny but they definitely not hosting a world funny Mm-mm. they like i kind of sort of do bro slash 
I don't want to offend funny. You're like, dude, that's not funny. I mean, they've had like people from London the last couple or uh, a few times, like the woman that's in the uh, Pitch Perfect movies was host. Oh, okay. uh, but yeah, I don't. Russell Brand was a host. Like that's when they lost me. I was like, y'all not even trying. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Get some actual funny people, bro. Right. Um. Let's see. Uh. How about what are y'all talking about? Um. Oh, this is white people news for sure uh one for the history books a man a man is arrested for smuggling three deadly king cobras and potato chips from hong kong to los angeles through the mail oh shit i mean i'm just saying once you pop you know right once you pop you get bit in the fucking throat right (laughs) a california man's been arrested for smuggling killer snakes and potato chip cans through the mail rodrigo franco 34 was scheduled to be arraigned tuesday afternoon in los angeles on a charge of illegally important merchandise the merchandise being three killer king cobras crammed into tiny potato chip cans who among us has not tried this right that's true did they at least leave some chips in there for him the snakes each measured about two feet long when they were discovered in march after customs and border protection officers inspected the package uh also in the shipment that traveled via snail mail from hong kong to los angeles three albino soft shell turtles federal agents removed the cobras but delivered the turtles to his home agents so you can have the turtles you just can't have the snakes the agents later served a search warrant there and found tanks with a live baby moralic crocodile alligator snapping turtles a common snapping turtle and five diamondback terrapins prosecutors say all the reptiles are protected under u.s law franco admit admitted to an agent from the u.s fish and wildlife service that he and had previously received 20 king cobras and two other shipments but said they all died in transit now one he's probably lying right because he done done sold them shits right 20 of them if these got here alive then the other ones probably got there alive he sold them and now he's trying to be like i don't i buried them out back somewhere i don't know threw them in the trash uh federal agents also uh searched franco's phone and found that he exchanged messages with an individual in asia about shipping turtles and snakes between hong kong and the u.s franco said those messages that he had previously received live cobras and planned to give five of the snakes to a relative of the contact in virginia so yeah he lied if convicted he faces up to 20 years in prison Bruh. yeah that's mighty white yeah you know who buying them white folks there you go Karen. then they're gonna get too big they ain't gonna know what to do with them they're gonna put them in the lake or river or the stream and then they're gonna chew up somebody in florida on the golf course mm-hmm. what a buzz actresses shaving off their glossy locks prove that bald is bold and beautiful glossy locks that's white well we are in white people news karen not guest right so you're right all of them are white right uh here's what i find interesting all the actresses they pick white women hmm. i mean i saw the set of black panther i don't know maybe it's just me seem like a lot of people say they hair off and making ball look beautiful but only one type of person getting all the credit hmm. Hmm. interesting hmm. i knew that at some point someone else was gonna notice the 53 percent haircuts though come on these ain't even all bald some of these mm-hmm. are just short haircuts ah! they are blessed with enviable good looks razor sharp cheekbones smoldering eyes and bountiful waves of long glossy hair but as Kristen stewart is found on the set of her latest movie underwater the only way for a self-respecting thespian to be taken seriously these days is to adopt an altogether bold and balder guise she has joined a host of other leading actresses who have allowed their hairdressers to adopt an altogether bold i mean wait 
to a slice off their beloved look lock are you right they do call them hairdressers they don't call them beauticians i told you for it seems that a buzz cut is now the must-have for any star seeking a greekier i mean grittier and potential uh potentially award-winning role no action movie is complete without a close crop female note mad max guardians of the galaxy 2 and v for vendetta oh they're talking about the other woman in uh guardians i was like who the fuck cut their hair off in guardians because right. it wasn't uh it wasn't um gamora Mm-mm. they talking about the 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 purple one i forget her name now mm-hmm. um those who are joined the clipper crew include car devine delavine kate blanchett kate hudson and natalie portman whose characters include everything from train killers to cancer patients and there's not a rom-com in sight oh get them girls Duh! some actresses report that new o- do opens up surprising off-screen benefits miss stewart who plays the engineer in underwater said i just want to headbang all day uh certainly the professional benefits are clear here then are the a-listers whose close shades reveal hidden depths this is uh car de Levine's, uh shaved head yeah like a completely different person yeah um this is uh kate blanchett who i her her hair looks first of all her shaved head looks like it's for the movie like the picture screenshot is from the movie right in a new thriller called heaven a movie okay charlize theron uh this is from mad max which is like two years old now i just saw atomic blonde and she had hair i don't think these people are yeah they didn't i don't know did they cut their hair or not that's the question yeah and this is former doctor who companion karen gillian gillian who had a close encounter with a pair of clippers to play alien supervillain nebula in guardians of the galaxy this is Kristen stewart's boring ass oh she's the boringest sheridan smith who i don't know who she is how does she keep getting parts uh natalie portman um so but what didn't natalie portman cut hers for like v for vendetta was years ago 2005 yeah i i, I think this is just women that they got clip pictures of them cutting their hair because some of these women probably uh have hair today kate now the, now, the, now the one question i have do they have one of the most famous women to shave her head do they have britney spears on there oh yeah you know what i don't see it because the list is not complete if you don't have britney spears on it right fucking bullshit to have her shave her own head with that fucking crazy ass look on her face so if you don't have that shit then fuck your list it's not an official list that's a good point and then they put sigourney weaver she hasn't shaved her head since alien right my god (laughs) alien three you know what chris i agree this is not a list you if you put sigourney weaver and you don't put britney on here i'm britney bitch Mm -mm, your list not official yep um and they really did put Demi Moore on there from uh, G.I. Jane. Like, are you fucking... Sh- okay. Like, this yep. is... They be stretching to make white women seem so special sometimes. So you know? special. White white people news is so relaxing because of that. Right. Like, we over here stressing out about how we gonna treat trans people being killed in our communities. White people over here like, oh, you know who else cut their hair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clark Cara Delevingne. Yeah, in that movie, nobody saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, my little man has gone viral. Mother shares a hilarious video of her racing to the supermarket before it shuts down to buy her tearful son a cucumber. And it, it's news, guys. Oh, oh okay. This is big news. Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, what we running to? Uh, well, uh, mother, oh, here's the video. 
let me see if I can play if he's was the volume. I'm gonna turn this up. Um So she's running to her car, that's what the sound you hear, and the time is fifteen forty-four. So I guess the store closes at sixteen. Okay. They're literally running in the store y'all like <laughs> like they're running like motherfuckers are shooting at them but they're running in the store oh my god this is a whole goddamn video right she edited this all together she says so close yay they grabbed some cucumbers it seems um and then she has still pictures of him being happy holding four cucumbers well he said he wanted a cucumber i don't know where this happened and then it's him playing with the cucumbers now rod you know some of the cucumbers are for her yeah okay yeah that's true and this is, she got a picture of him holding up a cucumber that he literally bit into like a pickle he eating that shit like a pickle and that made news I mean, I know cucumbers become pickles, but he, it ain't a, it ain't a pickle form. It's just like a regular ass cucumber like you're chopping your goddamn salad. That made white people news. Hmm. I like these white people yoga, yoga pants problems. Hey, that, that was the news, y'all. Mm-hmm. That was the top running story. All right. Uh, that's enough white people shit. Uh, let's get into the last thing with the sword ratchetness and we'll get the hell out of here. Uh, we've taken up enough of your time. Um, hopefully tomorrow we have a brighter show get to play a little bit more guess the race and cover some silly articles and won't be sitting up here the whole time being like why y'all keep caping for this transphobic bullshit um uh what did i do with my music oh there we go all right Can I just say a store closing at 4 p.m. locally is the whitest type of store? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen stores. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck? You a grocery store, you close at 4 p.m. on a fucking weekday? You know they charge your arm and leg for a sticker butter. What sticker butter? Six ninety five, Bitch, what? Like, this ain't the farmer's they market. First of all, they, first of all they, don't, they don't serve butter. They have margarine yes. or uh, some other gluten-free, everything organic. you know, butter, yeah, organic butter alternative. Right. They don't serve butter. <laughs> right. If you go in there and ask for butter, they really will be offended that you came in they store asking for that shit oh. and be like, sir, we use goat spread. <laughs> I don't know why you would put butter on a perfectly good piece of organic toast. Oh, so all the animals right. are, are range-free, what they call it, cage-free animals? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they have, they have a range free uh, uh uh cucumbers too you know right. it's just like these are these are super organic range free cage free cucumbers well you know you don't grow cucumbers in a cage they're still cage free we yeah. like to make right. sure or they'll you know, be this, like this, oh they'll be like them one where be like we actually massage our beef somebody hand mm-hmm. massages all your beef to be sure you get the best beef mm-hmm. if you go today if you come back from they 
uh from the from the produce and uh uh butter and all that shit department be like yeah i i why is this butter 12.99 for the small ass dumble of butter first of all sir that's goat spread all right uh let's get it correct second of all uh goat spread is on sale this week for 12.99 a thimble so you actually should consider yourself lucky okay you can put that much goat spread on at least half a piece of toast and eat well <clears throat> all right uh sore ratchet this time uh police such as son also tonight oh, a father shit. and son okay. are in the hospital right now after an argument that involved a gun the sword investigators in Pottstown say the father shot his son multiple times after the son attacked him with the sword cutting his hand you can see officers taking away guns from the house on lincoln avenue right now the son is in critical condition the father is expected to be okay no word yet on how that fight started now that's a good father you pull out a gun and a, you pull out a sword on me i'm pulling out a gun on you and it's gonna be what it's gonna be dog put your sword up okay this is why we need to register <laughs> swords and we need to have people take training classes because a lot of people pull swords out on people like there aren't guns in this society as well that are just barely regulated more than swords okay so we want to stop sword on sword violence we're gonna have to get these people where they live and say stop pulling it out because you never know you think something bad's gonna happen to them every time you pull out a sword it might happen to you correct so watch your back uh all right chris thank you so much for coming on with us bro thank you chris you know no thank you guys very much for having me on you know i need to get this out of the way and i'm already seeing Charlemagne back to his i didn't really tell people watch the whole clip another 30 seconds nigga come on yo yeah this is is so terrible we got to do better we got to do better yeah miss mar said y'all laugh but i bet goat spread is delicious i eat it but i but not buy it for 12 dollars a thimble well listen i if you can afford it you know i just ain't got goat spread uh funds miss smart that's all ain't no offense you know get live your best life everything i've ever had from one of them little whole food type markets has always been delicious right but it's you just a, never been enough right you get a fingernail right. you fingernail full of shit you're like oh this is delicious i'll be like how the fuck is a loaf of bread four slices come on a i don't understand because you charging me loaf of bread prices they like that's a loaf dog you can make uh two sandwiches if you if you and if you don't like the ends you can make one right you know what what is what is it about white people in in fucking portion sizes yo and i and i get it we eat too much as a, right. as a nation to begin with but we went to brunch yesterday and i got steak and eggs for for brunch and i didn't tell nobody this yesterday like i'm just making to get at least half a steak right right nigga they literally gave me three slices of like a quarter of a steak right Ooh. that was the steak and eggs and i'm like and and, and oh and, and half a plate full of of um arugula with with vinaigrette on it and, oh, did they and some flowers? three three halves of a cherry tomato what and that I'm, was that was the fucking salad i'll be feeling so uncultured because i'll be like so can we go to shawnee's after this right roger roger will look at him and be like can we hit windows that is i don't care that is about as bad as what's them iceberg lettuce shit that they try to you get people to do salad wedges salad wedges that's what it is that's about as bad them salad wedges here make your own salad bitch i'm paying you to make it right i gotta chop it up and do all the work right. and toss it myself what mm. the fuck is this shit this I, ain't a salad and you know what we talked about that and every time i sit out on the menu i pass I'm right like, i don't want to work for that my no i'm gonna say miss part was there she just said they gave us a shit ton of potatoes but everything else was just like a, a like a thimble full of every other food yo it's just it's weird yeah I, I, but you know what 
that's what it costs to be fancy guys and that's why i'll never be it i know no, i won't never be be fancy i'll either. never be too good mm-hmm. to look at a plate and be like uh where's the rest of my food <laughs> right um, <laughs> and i'm paying fifty dollars for um what yeah this it, this it? yeah and but you know what uh in all, in all fairness those people uh they say you never food will never taste as good as skinny feel so maybe that's how you stay skinny you spend a whole all your money on a little bit of food and then you don't have to worry about it you know? I, guess, I don't know nothing about that life i guess that's how you stay skinny and over the northern or southern thing but yeah I'm, I'm good yeah all right guys we'll talk to y'all uh tomorrow uh like i said check out the mtr network it's all over itunes stitcher all those places that you listen to podcasts that you're probably listening to the breakfast club on uh you know you can you can hit, <laughs> hit play hit play on some different things guys uh and we'll be back tomorrow <laughs> until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>